I don't drink coffee podcast. I don't drink coffee podcast. I drink a lot of coffee. Trent's in the in the house with us today. We're going to jump right into things. And what I want to talk about, and right off the bat, is that right there. Is if, that mine? If you're, no, you're doing that, you know, back oh, and forth. Okay. And yeah. I just was wondering if it's making sound in the mic in when it, you jerk it like that. Headphones. Yeah. When I jerk it, there's a lot of sound usually. Oh, okay. And it ends in tears and sobbing. Oh, God. <laughs> Isn't everybody when they masturbate? And they're like, what is happening? What are you talking about? <laughs> I wasn't talking. <laughs> said, oh, who said that word? Where are we going with this? I wasn't talking about with that. that. Everybody end up on the floor crying and feeling icky. Dude, <laughs> see, that's another sound bite like the one we had where you're talking about the dog gooch. is probably one of the, the, probably the funniest mm-hmm. moment of the podcast up to date, up to this moment. Think so? Without a doubt for me. I, I, don't, I can't speak for everybody. Well. It was the funniest <laughs> thing that's ever been... It's ever happened. That whole collection right there was the funniest thing. You did laugh a lot. I, I laughed when I watch it. You don't laugh hard. I laughed when I every time I watch it. Anytime it comes up, I laugh real hard, just like that. I laugh right along with myself because it's hilarious. Just long we're on the same page. Your dog's ass health is no joke. Yeah, we got to stay up with it. No, I don't you do that it. though. I make it. the vet do that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you got you got to so have your up. dog's buttholes cleaned out. You got to express those glands, yep. bruh. Really? That's what you got to do? Mm-hmm. Why do you think they drag, dude, when they drag on your carpet and all that? You got to have them cleaned out. Well, they just kind of squeeze it out like a pimple or something. Yeah. yeah. How much does that cost you? Three seventy five. I don't know. Depends on the vet. Some guys, I think, like it. <laughs> there's there's things you don't you don't look at the cost. You know what yeah. I mean? It's got to happen, so what difference does it make? It's like when you the know? dog bit into my cat's head and snapped its bottom jaw into in two. And so its teeth were hanging down. And you know it was it 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 hit in the garage. It was dying. That's gross. That's gross. and I took it to the vet, and it cost a lot of money to get it fixed. Oh, it's like y'all was living in my brain bringing this up. I talked to my old supervisor today and catching up. And I said, "What have you been up to?" He's like, "Well, I took my Yorkie to the vet because she's having a hard time uh, breathing. You know, snores a lot." And he goes, "So they inserted a stent into her trachea." I said, okay. And he goes, but man, she's got a lot of energy now and she's, you know, bouncing around. I said, awesome. He goes, yeah, what do you think that costs? And I was like, oh man, I bet like $2,300. And he goes, try $7,000. I was like, dude. $7,000. He loves his dogs though. But I'm like, man, oh man. Dude, that's why I don't have any dogs. Yeah. They die and I get real sad. And I've had a whole bunch of dogs my whole life, right? You know. Oh, yeah. You remember. I remember. Like, even in high school, we'd be sitting down downtown, and my whole pack of dogs, seven right. or eight, nine dogs, would be behind my truck just chilling. Mm-hmm. Like, they would come to town and find me. And so, uh, but one by one, they died, of course, right? And I don't have it in me anymore to deal with deal with it. I'm just like, no. And Kaysen has asked if he wanted a, you know, he's like, oh, your daddy want a dog. And I'm like, all right. You going to clean up after it? Nope. Okay. He don't even lie to me and say yes. And he just says no. I'm like, well, there you go. And everybody's like, you're not going to get your son a dog? I'm like, when you ask him the first question of owning a dog, if he's going to clean up after the dog, and he says no, he don't really want a dog in my mind. Yeah. And I'm not about. those dogs died one by one, don't you? No. Didn't get that anal gland cleaned out. Oh, bro. I was fixing to say, I was like, did you know somebody that killed my dogs? Because I would go find them right now. Dog owner. Yeah. Pet owner. Pet ownership's like home ownership. It never really stops. It's always, it's a constant maintenance. Right. 
exactly. my dog now. Y'all, y'all here asking we're playing video games. Mm-hmm. She's going totally nocturnal. Sleep during the day and at night, as soon as that video game fires up. <laughs> <laughs> so that really is when she fires up? Oh, yeah, dude, I swear. She can hear it or something. I don't know how. But as soon as I turn that thing on, she's like, oh, hell no. She knows you got that headset on. She's like, yeah. the man around here can't hear. I've got to take over. Right. I got yeah. this. Go ahead, Trent. I got your six pops. Let me outside, though, real quick. And then I'm going to walk back in, but I need to go check. And then I'm going to walk back outside yeah. again. You got the perimeters clear yeah. coming in. How many kilos you got, old man? Right. Okay, I'm going back out. Yeah. <laughs> it really is about like that. It seems like that, it for really real. Does. Oh, it's I'm telling funny. you, like, it's, it's like clockwork with her. It's funny. Mm-hmm. I always, I can't help it. Trent sent me a video of her running, running a, running a raccoon out in the woods, dude. And it was very funny. Oh really? yeah, they were hooked up. Just knowing this dog, yeah. it, you know, and what this dog has done, you know, like taking a trip to Louisiana on a truck, you know, at Big V Feeds, it ran up and got on a trailer or got, I semi, guess, got in a semi trailer. Yeah, got in a feed I trailer. I know this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and he found, he, I guess he went to Louisiana, dropped a load off or whatever. And that's when he, yeah, we got our microchipped. And uh, we used to have a. Oh, is that how you found her? Yeah, we had a blue oh, healer okay. too. And she never runs off from the property. When we had that blue healer, they would. And so, you know, one time she got picked up by the, the pound. So we went and got her. And we got a call and said, hey, this is so-and-so with this life chip or whatever it's called. And we have, uh, someone's got Aspen. I said, well, great. What's the address? I'll go pick her up, you know. And she's like, well, they're out of base out of Austin, this place. I guess the call center. And she's like, I better put you on the phone with the individual who has her. So I get on there and I, he's like, you got a dog uh, named Aspen? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, white bull terrier. I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah, I got her. And I was like, great, where's she at? I'll come get her. And he goes, ah, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I was like, that's still insane, my damn dog. Dude, yeah. That is crazy. I was like, man, dude stole my dog. He's called me to like rub it in or something. And he said, you live by Big V Feeds? I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, I made my first stop in Baton Rouge and opened up the semi-trailer. And she's back there laid up on some feed sleeping. <laughs> he said, man, if you don't mind, she's like been great. He goes, I'll make my trip back around in about three days. And I'll just drop her off. Well, you ain't got a choice, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's either he leaves her there and you go pick her up in Baton Rouge yeah. or, yeah. You know. I was thinking about it. He's like, I got to go to New Orleans basically get my dog. I would have went and got my dog. Yeah. I went in the vehicle and went and got her. You wouldn't have waited a couple of days? 100%. For no. Mm-hmm. She, let the dog live a little. Yeah. Oh, he said she had a blast. He goes, man, he goes, if you ever want to get rid of this dog, I'll take her. He goes, she sit right there in the passenger seat. We'd eat pork rind. He goes, she's the best dog. <laughs> yeah. He said, she slept back in the sleeper with me, and I was like, Okay, jar the peanut butter laying around that truck in me. <laughs> Touch my dog. For real. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'd be like, I don't trust nobody with my dog. But the funny yeah. thing is, is, I mean, I have that in my mind when I think when I'm playing, you know, Call of Duty with Trent, when we're playing Call and she starts barking, that that kind of stuff and and then the video he sent me of her, you know, Fighting a coon. Fighting a raccoon. And uh, I was like, man, this dog has just been. I mean, there's other stories he's told me over the years. And I'm like, this dog is just, there's no end to it. I mean, it it just is always into something. You got a bind the other day. She ate some of mama's uh, chickens and ducks. Oh, yes. And that's another, yes, that's Mm -hmm. another one you were telling me about. So Amy's like, that dog has ate. The last of my birds around here. I was like, oh, Aspen, you got to start living right, girl. I thought you built a big, nice chicken house. I did. She let them out. Why would she do that? She likes to let them out. Free-range chickens, bro. It's, you know, we're 
Yeah, man. Yeah. You gotta let a, let a chicken live. You yeah. don't let the dogs live. Well, you got, if you got the dog around, you can't. Oh, I but, gave Ben a hard time because his dogs were kennel dogs, and I said, "Man, let them dogs run." He's like, "Can't do it, dude. Can't do it." I kept the dogs in kennels. Not a kennel. A big, a big. Uh, it had a great big cage like the size of this room. Chain link fence like a kennel. Oh yeah, yeah. It had a great big um, dog house. I still feel bad about that. Should have never done that. Should never done it. Man, I hope PETA don't watch this when they're going to hammerish. I got a yeah. chicken-eating dog. You had yours in kennels. Like, You're just fighting dude. raccoons. But yep. see, now, I'm the, I'm the opposite. My Yorkie sleeps in the bed with me, okay? Next to me until I start to fall asleep, and then it goes sleeps with my brandy because it's afraid I'm going to roll over on it. Because I did roll over on it when it was a puppy and, and, oh. and almost killed it. So she won't, as soon as my breathing changes, Brandy told me as soon as my breathing changes to my sleeping breathing, she gets up and goes and lays down by her. It's so strange. I think you've told me that before, but it's still very strange to me. You got to understand though, dude, that those dogs have gotten out uh, a couple of different times and I scour the earth. Mm -hmm. I don't go to work. Nothing happens till those dogs are found. They're show dogs, man. Their hair fall out. I think they're Pomeranians. You stress them out too much. Hey, I I get up and go find them. That's what happened to my cat. When I took her to the vet, when I when she ran underneath my truck and broke her leg, yeah, I took yeah, her to the vet. Over. She didn't run under your truck; you ran her over. Yeah, and a million times, I I had pulled into my garage, and she has never gotten in the way. And that one time, she ran underneath my truck, and I ran her over. Hey man, that's our luck. We were we were at Missouri the other day scouting, and uh, I should have said that this would be this won't be out before the over. But anyways, we're yeah, scouting. we'll I'm gonna have it out tomorrow. I bet you will. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Wait, the opens this weekend? Next weekend. Oh, I'll have it yeah. out way before then. Well, if you see this, then I'm, yeah, we were in Missouri already. Andrew got a brand Are you new. not supposed to be there? Oh, no, you can. He don't want to tell oh, people where okay. he's going, bro. Okay, well, Missouri's not a s- small place. You're not. What do you know about Missouri? You're not saying <laughs> You're not saying Lake Eufaula. Yeah. Even if you were saying Lake Eufaula, there's a, it's a big lake. Well, I'm moving shadows, bro. You don't just, like giving out any you, of the honey holes. You give no info out. Nobody knowing what I'm doing. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. I, I feel you. I'm the same way. But uh, Andrew got a new uh, Denali Duramax, you know, nice truck. And uh, he hurt his knee first night scouting. So um, I got driving duties. I'm driving. And uh, deer runs inside the truck. And I was oh, like, come on. And he looked at me like, dude. And I was like, dude. Like, what are you going to do? You know, like, it's a stupid thing. Like, it ran into us. And uh, we got lucky. It just broke a little plastic piece around the fender well. But didn't, like, hit our body panel. But I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah, that that sounds right. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm supposed to get a new truck at work, and I'm waiting. That's why you never buy a new truck or drive anybody's new truck. Just don't do it. That's All what. Right. When I get my new truck, I'll, I see deer every day yeah. at my job. And uh, one's going to run into that new truck, I know, as soon mm-hmm. as I get it. So, just waiting on that to happen. Deers really are the assholes of the of nature. Yeah, yeah, they're not nothing good about them, really. I mean, backstrap. They taste good. Yeah, but other than that, they're just kind of assholes. I, I was like gonna, deer. I was going to eat some tonight. Matter of fact, until we decided the podcast. Mm-hmm. They're mm. delicious. I, I'll I'll give them that. But they love to torpedo and the stuff. Some mm-hmm. backstrap. Uh, yeah, but I was going to make it like a roast. You know what I'm saying? Like leave mm. it whole and cook it in the instant pot. Oh, some. That's- Potatoes. That's like also the wily coyote. Very smart animal. Sometimes can be difficult to hunt. They love getting ran over by vehicles, yeah. though. Yeah. Or it's kind of like fish. You know, they're really, you know, oh, yeah. hard to fish. Mm-hmm. But when you're going to shoot them, 
Oh, it's easy. Super like easy. a bow, like a the bow fisherman do. It just don't make any sense to me, you know. It's so easy. It's like deer running in your truck. It's just you know, it's just so easy. Yeah. He hates it. I don't even know how we're friends. It's very funny, dude. I just love giving you hell about it. Really, it's not even you that I love giving hell about. It's people on Facebook that never say a word back to me when I talk all this smack. Nobody says anything, ever. I'll talk every... I want someone to engage. Don't you know Facebook's not about engaging? It's about sharing dank memes and... Word. Evidently so. And that's about it. I mean, Facebook's really just... Man, if, if it was my marketplace, I wouldn't have Facebook. Really? When I'm you know, like watching people's struggles on there, that's where my parents get their news, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm like on this Twitter game, dude. I'm I'm getting on that train. That's where it's at, dude. I'm everywhere. Facebook, I'm everywhere. You name it, I'm there. It's red. It's, it's forever red. Well, now they got like you know people like they hack into it and like everything's an eight hundred dollar vehicle, and you're like, yeah, I know that's fake. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah. So I hate that. But marketplace is cool. Facebook kind of just, like I said, it's either people's struggles or it's uh, some memes or something like that. But Instagram, not a big Instagram guy. I'm I'm more Instagram than than uh, I'm yeah, TikTok's a big thing, you know, because well, you got the boys playing sports and that kind of thing like that, and that's where we post that kind of stuff, you know, to kind of keep the the ball rolling. Now that I've learned that that's a that's a huge part of getting exposure or whatever, you know, yeah. then we, we kind of pick that up. That's why I spend so yeah, much time. Yeah, because you've on. been doing, which is what I wanted to start off with, is that you've been doing the C4, or Carter has, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I want to talk about that a little like, bit. What, what like, else? Damn, you hitting the C4 pre-workout? Yeah. I hit C4 pre-workout one time. One time. One time. No. Uh, got very lightheaded. And had to lay down, and I laid down on the couch in the middle of the day, and I woke up with the worst earache of my entire life. Which I know the C4 had nothing to do with it. I was getting sick. So, but still, it's kind of like when you're sick and you eat a burger and you get sicker, you know it wasn't a burger, but you'd never eat that burger again. Dude, my boys dry scoop C4. Oh, yeah, I've seen people do that. That's what I'm saying. None of it. I I dry scooped. uh, uh, oh I can't gosh. do it. They do, I can't do that, but they do it. I've seen I them. I dry scoop some of that uh, dry peanut butter before. I still have it in there. Ooh, that's oh. good stuff. That'll make a man think twice, bro. Throw a little hair on your chest. So C4, tell us about it. The, well, I mean, it's... Uh, the people that don't know. The, the part that Carter's do, I mean, there's a lot of facets to it. But the thing Let's that, say if you got a 6th grader or 7th grader, 8th grader that's wanting to get into C4 and their parents are like, what's this C4? That's what I want. That's how I want you to explain it. Okay. Well, the first way I heard about it, I'll just give you a real short background. And I also you know. want you to explain it. Like, if you're wanting not. I also want you to explain it. <laughs> that's all I need to do. But one more thing. Can you do right. one more thing? For I also me? want you to explain it as if, uh, as if you were going to try to talk a person into it or out of it or or however you would do it in real life. Okay. Well, then that's that's kind of where I was going to start. I, with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did a pen and paper thing so write down these questions. But go yeah. ahead. I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, you got it, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Uh, well, the first time I heard about it was when Gavin was in high school, and he was, I think, he was a junior the first time he came to me, and uh, Coach Maisie, the head coach, said something to these guys about there's a guy down in Durant that has a, like a gym, and and he's doing um, like. Uh, it's training speed and agility and a lot of things like that. And, and Gavin's like, I don't know. It kind of sounds like maybe a, like a scam a little bit, you know, like it's teaching you how to be fast or whatever, you know, and he was kind of blowing it off. So I didn't think that much about it. I didn't, I had never heard of it, never heard of anything just exactly like it. So I just, I was like, well, if he's not into it, then we're not going to worry about it. So we didn't do anything. And, uh, 
Then, and when Gavin's a senior, he's telling me uh, Eric McCarty is going down there. So he's he was starting to get a little more interest in it because Eric was doing it, you know. And 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 Eric was kind of bragging on what all he was learning and and those kind of things like that. And Eric was having some really big success, you know. When Gavin was a was a senior, uh, Eric was really starting to shine, you know, as a as a running back and everything else. You know, he's really picking up and doing really well. And so I started paying a little closer attention and. Uh, whenever Gavin went through the recruiting process and all that, we kind of dealt with all this stuff and, and we were looking around. We're really inexperienced because nobody's went to college to play any sports in my family or anything like that. So we didn't have any background. And, and so I kind of blew all this stuff off. Well, they were telling me about seven on seven and you know, the, the football program, they do seven on seven in the summertime anyway. And that's the only way I'd ever heard it was high schools doing it, you know, kind of as a, it's, it's a competition, but it's like a friendly competition in, in the summertime. So I didn't, I didn't know about it. I mean, you see it on like Texas football. They do it. It's, you know, you read about it and that first thing and another about that. But I, up here, I didn't really pay that close attention to it. But as it went on, I noticed that um, there's a lot of recognition, a lot of exposure, I guess would be a better term for it, um, through that's the, these seven-on-seven seven tournaments. And they're big. They're huge in Texas. You know what I mean? I'm talking – 30, 40, 50 teams per tournament, huge in all age groups. And I mean, it's, it's basically like travel baseball, but it's for football. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so it starts to gain, I, I mean, a lot of people knew about it, but I didn't know about it. You know I mean? I'm small town, Oklahoma. I mean, we always just showed up after Hall and Hay in the summertime and played. I, I you know, I didn't know anything about it. Well, um, I, I noticed that I, I noticed that Eric was getting a lot of attention. He's a, he's an excellent athlete. Uh, and I always wondered why Gavin was, I mean, he got, you know, obviously got attention and things like that, but I always thought it was strange. I couldn't figure out, I thought it was COVID, you know, we, we, but the more I'm into this seven on seven thing, um, there's media, uh, there was, there's a lot of recruiting guys that came to this tournament. We went to this last weekend in Durant. Uh, there's a lot of exposure for guys, uh, D one, D two, all the way down, uh, Media shows up to these things and talks to people and, you know, you're going to get, you're playing against guys that are in the Houston area or Dallas or, you know, you're, you're playing against some of the top players in the nation. You're out there playing seven on seven. And so people are out there looking at them. So your kid's getting some good exposure. And I didn't know all this, right? I had Gavin in it. You know, it was one of those things that I feel like we missed out on, uh, in the process of, you know, if your kid dreams of playing college ball, you know, in any sport or whatever, you're kind of always, you're, especially if you don't have any background, it's hard to know what to do, you know. And, and with Gavin, I feel like we kind of missed the boat on a bunch of it uh, because we didn't know. And so with Carter, you know, Carter wants to play some college ball and that kind of thing like that. So you know how you do. Uh, we, we're trying to do everything we can, so I, we get involved, you know, I find out, well, hey, let's. Let's contact them, see what it takes to get in on this deal, and and come to find out it's it's a little bit competitive to get on the team. You don't just get to pay money and go play. You have to go try out, and some of the guys make it and some of them don't. And uh, you know, if you make it, then you pay your dues or whatever, and then they take you take your kids to these tournaments. You know, and, and we go around and start playing. And and the cool thing about it is, is that you can watch the development just like you do anything else extra like that. You know, whenever you see your your kid doing this stuff, uh, you, you see them starting to advance, you know, and I've started seeing that out of him. And, and the, the coaches are, of course, knowledgeable, you know. Um, 
Sean Cooper, the guy that's the, <clears throat> excuse me, Sean Cooper, I can't talk. Uh, the guy that owns C4 Performance and Fitness, by the way. Um, he's, I wouldn't say, I don't know if I would call it well-connected, but I mean, he knows a lot of people. And right. a lot of kids, a lot of athletes out of his program are going to D1 schools, you know. I mean, they're they're going visiting TCU. They're going to, uh, well, he got his picture taken with Nick Saban the other day. I saw that, you know. I mean, uh, he has some really good connections. And, and those things are always a plus. You know, I'm not saying he's out there getting people scholarships. You know, you got, I mean, it, there's, you got to have ability. That's, you know, that's a given. But every little bit helps. And, and I feel like that I didn't realize how much, like, seven on seven, if football is your thing, um, I didn't know how much uh, these seven on seven tournaments could mean potentially. So anyway, that's that's the pitch. Basically, is that if if football is your thing, I mean, people do it in every other sport, you know. Uh, now the downside to me to seven on seven is is there's a whole half of football that doesn't get to participate in seven on seven, and that is down linemen. You know, uh, you you only got skill kids doing seven on seven. But I heard the other day that they're starting to do five on five uh, competitions where they're it's down lineman competition. Now I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs. I don't know how they compete as far as these guys going against each other and all that kind of stuff like that. I don't know. I think that that's, if it's, if it's not a thing, it's long overdue uh, because those guys are, I mean, you, you can't have a football team without them. I mean, they're as important Most as a skill kid, you know, I mean, or more important or, or yeah. I mean, you, you, you can make mediocre kids, mediocre skill kids look good with really good lines. So, uh, I'm glad they're doing something about it, but I, I don't have any, info. You know, I can't. So C4, that. he's the, the, Sean is the coach. Yes. He's, and the, he's the, the owner, owner of yeah. this. Okay. So every team basically has their own name. Or yeah, their own, yeah, okay. They, yeah, so, they, they'll be, you know. So whatever. C4 is not the actual, like, league that, name? Or, no, that's the okay. team name. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Now, he put on uh, the one in Durant we just went to, uh, the Red River Shootout, I think they called it. Oh, I don't want to get it wrong. I don't, don't quote me on that, but I think that was the name of the tournament. There was 30-something teams there. Um, the What's the uh, radio, or the, is it K10? It's out of, like, Durant and... All that the news Maybe. deal down there. Yeah. Anyway, they were there. Mm. That's the thing I posted on Facebook today was them coming down there and talking. Somebody was out there recording, and they uh, asked Carter for his um, Twitter handle so they could tag him. You know, I mean, there's a lot of good exposure. You know, there was kids from all over the place, and we went to Houston. You know, Are there any other Dallas. teams in Oklahoma other than that one? Not that I know of. Really, everybody's from Texas. Yeah, it's. I mean. You know, a lot of Sherman area, and uh, a lot of these kids that that are on the C four team are are from like there's a kid from Broken Arrow that's on that team. Um, there's a kid from uh, over by Ada. Oh my god, uh, we used to, we played him. We used to play him. Okay, no, it's a bigger school. Uh, Noble. Oh, uh, there's a kid from Noble on that team. There's some guys from Durant. Some guys from Sh- uh, from Sherman that come up. And they play on that. Anybody from LaFleur? No, no LaFleur players. What about Neshoba? No, I think it's unfortunate. You know, there's some there's some valuable football players. Down so how there. many people are on this team? <laughs> well, it depends on the <laughs> – I'm serious. Well, there's there's age groups, you know what I mean? There's, oh, okay. you know, there's like high school guys and like Carter's 15 and under, and then there's a – I think there's a 14 and under. Does he have one 15 and under team? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to try out. For and there's how many people group? on that team? Like on Carter's team, I think there is – I don't remember exactly, but I think there's like 11 – no. I think there's maybe 14 kids. Oh, like wow. That. 
So, you know, and, and there's two quarterbacks and, uh, you know, receivers and, and guys that play defense. So they're, you know. How many people tried out when Carter tried out? There was a bunch. I don't remember. 57. 57? 57. I think it was 30-something, but, yeah. Dang. 20, 28 or something like that. But anyway. Shoot from the hip next time when he says something like that. 57. Yeah, 123. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> one, two, three. I was okay. thinking about the fall trials. There was only 57. The oh, summer trials. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You so how long that. does this last? Uh, it starts in the, at the end of February and goes through April. So, and they're talking about having one more maybe at the beginning of May. But mm. now, and another thing is the 26th of uh, May, he has a pro day showcase at at C4's uh, facility down in Durant, and there's going to be uh, D1 and D2 coaches there and some media people there just, and it's just for C4 people. Nice. It's not for anybody else. And he's invited these coaches that he knows to come down and look and see what talent they've got. It's all about, he's trying to help these kids get, you know, go play the next level. That's the, the big thing. So oh, a seven on seven is blowed up. It's like basically the equivalent of like AAU ball for basketball. Oh yeah. Dude, we, with that one, we went to Houston and yeah. that was the very first one we ever went to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you kidding? There was, I guarantee it was at least a thousand people there. I mean, it was a huge, there was probably, there was probably 10 or 15 games going on at once. Mm -hmm. And it was over 40 or 50 acres. I mean, there was, it was huge, dude. Big banners telling you which field was which and people everywhere. It was crazy. You think about it. If you're, if you're a D1 coach, D2 coach, you're going to go look at, you know, for athletes, you turn on some tape. Someone's high school may not have the best angle. It's up high poor camera quality you're out there on the field seeing what kind of frame these kids have what mm-hmm. they can be what they can turn into how athletic they are against other athletes because they're not playing some weak school everybody out here on these seven on seven teams skilled players probably pretty good they made teams so you're getting a better read of what kind of athlete you're going to be sure. getting so it gives guys and quarterbacks mm-hmm. uh, it gives guys that that go to schools where they're more run heavy mm-hmm. but they you know they're kind of a passing yeah. quarterback it gives them an opportunity to get out and see show people they can throw and we're from southeast oklahoma we run the bone around here baby yeah we ain't throwing that bar it's not tackle right <laughs> no 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 you have four seconds there's no rushing or anything you have four seconds to throw the ball and um I mean, the, the, the scoring thing has been different at every tournament we go to. But, you know, of course, scoring's six points. And uh, an interception is uh, – a pick six is six points. And they get three points, I think, for a regular interception. It's single-touch football. You know what I mean? Single-touch and you're down. Um, first downs are worth a point. Is it one below in shirts versus skins? No. It's not backyard, man. That I wish they'd down. do that. I wish yeah. they'd do it. So you that guys do two below. That was real. Oh, that was tough. That could get a little hairy. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I get they get fights going. We get <laughs> two below business going. <laughs> so you guys pay one fee, one time fee. That's what we did, yeah. And then it's but yeah. hey, can you can I get this on a payment plan? You're gonna want to. Yeah. <laughs> up there, you know what I'm saying? You gotta want to be there. I promise you. Well, that's what I say about you. Try out for it, you know. And you're like, awesome. He made it. Cool, you know. And then. And they are like, hey, okay, well, now it's this amount for you to play. What do we like, look? Oh. What are we talking about? How much? That's kind of a private question. Well, I'm just saying in general, around about what? Does everybody pay the same amount? I have no idea. That's uh, why I hate to say. Oh, okay. Well, right. I know, I know that uh, I won't say who, but I know this. There's a person out there who funded one of the kids to go play. A guy from McAllister funded another McAllister kid 
so that he could play because he made the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which was I thought was cool. Very cool. You know, and I don't want to get in, you know, because it's that's their business, whatever they're doing. But you know, I, I thought that was a pretty neat thing, and it shows the dedication to the program around here, that kind of thing. You know, yeah. that, that whole game. So for sure, you know, it's big business around here. Everybody knows about McAllister. It's funny talking to these guys. Like I, I work with a guy from Stigler. You know, and, and he knows he knows what's up over here. You know, they they know it ain't no joke. What's, so. up, what's up over here? We, we, we like to win around here. And that's why. We do. T- not too many years ago, uh, it wasn't that way. It was like, oh, y'all going to McAllister, dude. That's tough, bro. That's tough. It's, I know. It is strange how it can turn around real fast. Well, it's like hitting. Hitting's contagious. Well, winning's contagious. You know, you get a pr- one program that's starting to win a lot. Well, every other program, they're like, you know. Hey, we got to we got to pick our game up here. That's, there's no reason for this one thing to do it all. And now all of a sudden, it's like we're a force in every sport, you know, which I thought was cool. Very cool. You know, I mean, we're getting a lot of people from Wilberton coming over and playing because you know people want to win that kind of thing like that. I get it, you know. But I love McAllister. And we're playing in Wilberton. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Never forget how many kids Brian. are on that team. Oh, I don't know. Brecken signed up. Yeah, he signed T-ball. up. T ball, mini ball, but we're gonna play T ball rules, I guess. I didn't know there was a thing as mini ball. I was going to say, I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's just to we get. Because we were a mini ball team. They said, oh, they're going to make us play T-ball. So to get, I guess, to let the younger kids get involved yeah. sooner. I mean, it's the way it should be. If they want to play, you you know, sooner it's, the better. I laugh. You, you said hurting cats is what, four years old. That's exactly what it is. His team's like three and four-year-olds. Dude, 12-year-old, so. you're still hurting cats. They're, they're just having a blast out there. <laughs> I started both of mine at four years old. Yeah. I'm glad I did, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it was. Yeah. I don't feel like it, it hurt him a bit. Of course, you know, and you can only take it so seriously, but, right. and, and I didn't, I didn't, you know, I went out there, hey, pay attention, you know, but. I made you, break and run laps the other day. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the sooner you can get them in it yeah. and get them loving it, you know, I mean, if you can, if you can give it to them in a way that where they like it, mm-hmm. it's, it's cool to watch, you know, I mean, by the time they're 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I took it too serious with Kaysen in, in soccer and I ruined it for him. Did you? Yeah. He still remembers it. You, and he was a little bitty guy. Hit him in the face with it? Uh, no, man, but I was. Did you make him, like, try to block the goal and you're Dude, I was younger, and I just, I, I, he just wouldn't get in, he wouldn't engage. Mm-hmm. He wanted to run alongside everybody mm-hmm. and alongside the ball, but he didn't want nobody get close to him, you know, so he always would keep his distance. You know, but he'd be running, but he'd act like he'd go up there and he's going to hit that ball, but somebody else would be kind of close, and he'd kind of stop and let them kick it, and then he'd run alongside it. But around the house, he's kicking the ball and not even looking. Mm-hmm. I've got video of him. I mean, he would go around and just kick the ball, and he'd be looking all over the place, and you think he's fixing to smoke the corner of the wall. Mm-hmm. And he would, boom, kick it and cut. I mean, it was just uh, – he good. had an awesome ability. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it when is. he got there playing soccer, you know, and I'm like, this kid is going to wreck shop. And it wasn't – I was like, oh, my – you know, it, he really did – at home, Has you know, with it. yes, absolutely. 100% and get out there. And he's like, I mean, you can see in every picture he took mm-hmm. and he still like it like that today. He got it from me, but every picture that he took when he was a kid, he would always be standing a foot or two away from everybody else in the pictures. Every pic, every picture, like just a team like picture photo or like just t- a team no picture. team picture. He, you know, they're all standing by each other, shoulder to shoulder and Kaysen's, a foot or two away. He's not standing by nobody. Every picture. 
So he, yeah. that's the way he played out there on, on the soccer field. And it would just go all over me, man. And so he, he can tell you right now, man, he'll be like, yeah, I remember you used to get, my, you used to get mad at me out there. And that hurts my feelings really bad, you know. I never did look at it like that, dude. I was always just trying to teach fundamentals, you know. Cause I wasn't, though. I was out there flipping out for no damn reason. You know well, what that's mean? what I'm getting mad for well, if no it's a, reason. If it's about the sport, then you're going to do that. You know, I mean, if you're about the sport, and, and for me, it, you Where know, the funny thing about is. soccer? He was little. Well, I love soccer, dude. Well, to me, you know. I played a lot of soccer when I was a kid. you like rollerblade hockey, bro? Calm down. <laughs> the funnest thing about sports to me is it's, a, it's, it's just a metaphor. A sports to me was never about, it's never been about the, the ball playing. It's, it's a concepts and there's no other way to teach some of them that you learn playing sports so i always just like what i want you to learn is you need to do it right when you do something right you want to do it the right way we want to use good fundamentals we want to spend time working on it and then the success will come with it you know what i mean because when you do it right because most people don't if you'll look most kids have bad form doing something right so if you've got good form you're going to be better than them I, I know this because my kids are now 19 and 15 you know what i mean and when I like when I watch Carter throw the ball, and he throws it right, and then I watch other kids throw the ball that are his age, and they don't throw it right, and he has success. You know, I'm just like, see, this is why. This is why. Whenever you're throwing the ball and you're pushing the ball to me and all that, I'm like, no, man, we, let's do rep. We're doing it like this. You know, look how watch this video. Yeah. And I don't just let him watch videos of Tom Brady throwing touchdowns. No. I want to watch him throwing the ball over and over and over again and go, look at his feet. Look how he stops. Look at his arm. Look where it, it comes over the top. It's not sideways. It's not pushing the ball. Look at his wrist. You know, we break, we would break down fundamentals because, and I didn't know any way to teach that. It just always, one thing that I would, like hitting a baseball, right? Like I had really good natural batting. My, my dad's even said that to me. He's like, he had the most natural swing I've ever seen in my life, but I sucked at baseball. I was awful at it because he didn't know how to teach me how. You know what I mean? He just knew I could naturally swing the ball or swing the bat and it looked good. But nobody told me about keep your eye on the ball, swing to the middle of the ball, you know, where to put my feet, none of that. It was just like get up there and if you can't naturally get up there and hit the ball, well, then go to right field, motherfucker. Go over there and stand and be still. You know what I mean? I mean, that's how I was taught, you know. So, but, and, and I watched kids that had fundamentals and they're, you know, watch their dads get out there and they'd hit the ball into the fence 200 times before we'd start practice. And this kid walk up there and hit the ball deep left, bounce it off the fence every time whenever we're nine years old. I'm like, I see. I didn't know how to, you know, I didn't know what it meant until I got older, you know, and then you go to, it's a, the process is for me was always, let's do it right. Now I want you to look a certain way. Yeah, you know, it far. needs to look, there's a reason why these people do this. You know, they do it a certain way. So that was, and it always, for me, the cool thing was, is watching that develop. And then whenever they hit it to the fence, you go, See, dude, this is the whole thing. You know, this is why we spend all these hours. And then it doesn't seem so much like you're giving them this magic thing they're never going to see. Then they, you know, you can go, see, motherfucker, that's what I'm talking about. And they're like, I see. And then they take and run <laughs> with it. You know, that's that was the fun part for me. But That's like when we coach baseball. I tell them, like, at every, in the end of every practice, you kids got to watch baseball. Mm -hmm. You got to, yeah. like, go home. I don't care. You ain't got to sit and watch the whole baseball game. Like, get on YouTube. Watch baseball players, though. How do you carry yourself? The way you move. I mean, mm -hmm. like, them kids don't watch baseball no more. It's like mm -mm. the most boring thing in the world. So how are you going to know how to look out there, you know? It's a big part of it. Well, that's, I ain't saying bat like Jose Canseco over there. You but, should. You know, Julio Franco. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. 
But and and that, that's what I would say. Like whenever they had Gavin playing running back, I, we would watch Adrian Peterson videos because mm-hmm. at the time Adrian Peterson was kind of the man. You know, whenever he was real little, He's a taller running back, Gavin a taller. You kid. can definitely yeah. still watch Adrian Peterson videos right. and learn a lot. Well, and, and the thing is, not to watch touchdown runs. That's not it. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn where he ends up. Right. You know, I'm like, look when he when they hand him the, the ball. The what's beginning. his body look like? What are his hands doing? Which side of his? You know, which hand is up? Which hand's down? Depending on which you know which way the ball is getting handed to him. I wanted him to know those things. So when he walks out on the field, he's got a he, – he had an advantage because he already knew a bunch of that stuff. You know what I mean? It's kind of – and that's why – that, that the big rule was if all you do is go to practice with everybody else, you're going to look like everybody else. Yeah. If you want to do something more, you know, that was always the thing. Well, I want to play pro baseball or I want to play pro football. And I'm like, okay, well, if you want to play a down past high school, you got to have grades and you got to be able to do this, 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 and this. And Gavin always listened. I mean, that I, he kind of spoiled me, you know. He was always just like, like a student, you know. What I mean, he's like, okay, real coachable, you know. So, which Carter tries to kill me, you know. He thinks he already knows, but <laughs> well, it's like us. We're riding the guys, guys. What I don't practice my Call of Duty, and that's why I am what I am, and that's on me. <laughs> well, well, you don't have to say that to us. We know. I apologize for that. We already know why you are. You know the what you are. You know what the the saddest thing is is that. Whenever we were playing Rainbow Six, like before Call of Duty ever came out, and I was playing, I was awful. You know, I was, I'm talking about. He was where you are. Small children were better than, way better than me. I get beat by 10 year old kids all the time. So I I think we get beat by 10 year olds still all the time on there. But I got to where I would go, I'd play, if I had time during the daytime, I'd go play for a couple hours and I'd work on it. I'd watch what, like, I'd watch how. Some things I got off Ben, what he would do, because he has one guy, he'll figure out a, a thing with one guy. And so, yeah, and so I would watch, like, maybe how he peak corners. I've been to have things with multiple guys, though. Well, oh, yeah. 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 For sure. Very true. Those are the things I really like to watch. I, I yeah. Ben's talented. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> anyway, so. But, but I would practice, dude. I mean, I hate to say that, but I would because, for one thing, you know. We took Rainbow Six a lot more serious. So, for you to get on our, because you can only have five people yeah. on a squad, right? Mm-hmm. And every, all five people are, they, I mean, they have a job to do. I know it sounds stupid the game to the non-gamers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But it, it, and there you go. You know, you can play Call of Duty with us all day long. No one's kicking you out because it's, it's a, it's a, it's a run and gun type, you know, whatever. But Rainbow Six is a, is a completely different type of yeah, game. If it wasn't, if they hadn't changed it so much and all that, I'd still be playing it because it was freaking awesome. Very precision driven. And, and that's the thing is I would be that, that shitty friend that Ben would bring along. You know what I mean? They'd be like, right. And it'd be really hard to, for they'd be pissed. You know what I mean? They'd you kick me off. You know, they'd be like, all right, we're going to have to, they'd play with somebody else the next night. If they saw that I was on and LJ was on, you know, because yeah, Ben mean, all, could, could always play. And that's the thing I'm learning about playing video games is, like the longer I've played, I pick these games up faster now. You know, before when all I'd played was Battlefield Three, and then we started playing that game, well, I was lost. I, I the constant. I still play that game. Well, you know, and and it's the more you play, like just like we play Call of Duty a bunch. So the next thing that we go to, the next game, even though it might be a different type of shooter, you'll at least have done what you've done. So yeah. there's some things that kind of segue. If you went back to, to go up. if you I'm went back to Rainbow Six and played it, you would like it a lot more than you did before. But yeah. it's still a very much I mean it's a very much different game than Call of Duty. Well and and it depends <laughs> on what drives you to because I, I don't like uh I hated being like the shittiest one. 
That was the thing that drove me nuts. Is like everybody's taking it. Like everybody gets pissed yeah. when you lose a round. Everybody's like, this. "It's not I'm the same as like, Call of Duty." Like, it really don't bother me at all. <laughs> like at the end of the no, first, I'm talking about Call of Duty. Yeah, or I'm talking about Rainbow Six. You know what I mean? You're like. That was, you know, you knew that it was you that caused it. I'm like, oh god, I gotta, I don't want to be that, you know. And I would catch myself. Uh, I wanted to play. It was fun. I like to play, you know. But it's like anything else. I mean, once you get to a certain point where um, there's not that much of a challenge to it anymore. And not to say that I got to be like tournament quality or not world like class, that, but, bro. But I mean, you get to where you're playing and you're winning all the time. Then all of a sudden, it's just like, eh, okay, I'm ready to go do, do something else, you know. But, yeah, I remember when Casey logged in on mine and played ranked, which. You know, you can play oh, casual, and it doesn't keep any stats, and it doesn't mess up your kill-death ratio and all that. He he played on ranked with his friends on my account. I was like, I ruined video games for my son that day, too. And see, what happens is, is when you get deeper into the se- season, your, your shots and your kill-death don't change as much, right? Because you've already laid down a lot of bullets. So, you know, the more bullets. So, when he played, it was at the beginning of that season. So it's when you can. It set him up there. Big. Yeah, it, it was. Low. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. I, and I, fl- <laughs> I, you know, I didn't you flip out. Didn't you? Yeah, I did flip out, but in a in a mild way. Don't you, you know? ever but get I on my PlayStation. A little bitty case, you know, he's looking up at me like, "Oh man, I messed up. I didn't know." You know, I was like, "Golly, man!" I was like, "Don't yeah. ever do that." Again. You had to buy a new controller. You're like, "You see this? Bam! That's you next time you do that." Yeah. But we're in the middle of baseball season. You brought that up about, you know, putting in more work, mm-hmm. you know, extra work. And so now we're doing football training, you know, at Top Prospect here in McAllister with Coach Burgess. And um, I'm highly impressed. And, and and that's the very reason why. And I've, I've told you guys in, a, in our group chat, but, you know, I remember when I probably the last foot race I was in, it was against my brother. And my mom videoed it. Okay, and we got to get set, ready to go, mm-hmm. and Daniel gets down in that that you know forty yard dash sprint, you know stance, and I'd never been taught that. I didn't. I don't know how to. I don't know how to launch. I just launched from up above, and I've always been real fast. I heard that about. And then he beat me. <laughs> he beat me by a freaking inch, man. And I'm like, winning's winning, though, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So and and so really for Casein. Uh, for me, I mean, it, yeah, there's a lot of football involved in it. You know, we're doing receiver stuff and and all that and uh, other things. You know, he's he whatever position you play, he's working in that too, in the training. But it's really more, and it's the speed and agility, and that's really what the you know I've always wanted. I'm like, man, he, you know, I want him to be, I want someone to teach him how to run. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's fast, and I'm fast, but I can't teaching that well it's just like gavin told me when he got to college you, you know you say you can't teach speed right that damn fast yeah. you play it real fast real, real fast. fast yeah you know you're like almost 40 years old bro i'm still real sling, fast. sling gravel when he runs fast oh, you know what i mean well i sung gravel on you, you that one that. <laughs> you damn sure did and you tried to race me when you when you I'll got remember. when you got fit you were like all right let's race yeah, oh yeah dude you were sizing me up too i remember that i was like damn this is he gonna try to take me down? Yeah, he was like, "Hey, man, I want a foot race." And I thought he was joking. I was like, "And he's like, oh, no, I'm serious." I'm like, 
Are you sure? No, you don't want to do this. But okay, we'll do it. I beat him in a quarterback competition one time two years ago. But no, yeah. actually, we tied that whole thing. Oh, whatever. Didn't we tie? Brent yeah, Fazio was Brent there, Benson. and Dustin was there, yeah. and we went through this whole combine at the, at the <laughs> Warburton High School football field. We were just too competitive with each other. <laughs> it was all day thing, dude. It was. Yeah. We tied. I don't remember what all we did. Y'all did like a punt pass and kick. We did or everything. And all that. everything we did everything. We had, we had cones set up. They were like doing. Yeah, like it was a, a bit. It was an ordeal. Shuffle, dude, it was an ordeal. Yeah. Then <laughs> we tied. Yeah. The end. There were some things he beat me, and some things I beat him, and it was a freaking tie. I was like, really? You can How? tell. You gotta love what you can get. <laughs> what you can do when you don't have kids. You know what I mean? Uh, Whenever you, if you have really little kids or anything like that, I you know. Got time for that kind of stuff. Two know. weeks ago, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play pickleball, you know, man. Where are I kids wanna... at? Our baseball practice. Anyway, let's go. Let's yeah. go. I want to play pickleball so bad. I want to get in it, but I know once I do, I don't. I won't. You know what I mean? It's going to take up a lot of time. Yeah. And I don't want to half-ass it because what then the hell I... is pickleball. I don't even know what that is. It's uh. It's miniature tennis in a way. You play in a gym, basically. You got a net set, or you can play outside. You've never heard of pickleball? No, dude. It's in. It's taking over the freaking world. Not like cornhole. Mm-hmm. No. You can even bigger than cornhole. Everywhere, dude. I hey, think pickleballs. I think pickleballs are right. Like pickleballs. Yeah. Dude. Uh, uh, Kyle's daughter is on uh, Serenade's softball team. Cornhole, dude. Maybe, maybe it's. Is it? You think it's as big? They're winning thousands of dollars. No, I'm at saying tournaments. pickleball. Do you think pickleball is as big as cornhole? I think, think cornhole is bigger. I've never I don't know, heard of dude. pickleball. I don't even know what that is, dude. I don't know. I think actually, when you go to places, there's yeah. pickle like chicken and was it called chicken and pickle or pickle and chicken or something? I don't know. There's some pickle? there's <laughs> there's some big there's some big You're place lucky. up in Oklahoma City where you can go and just hang out and play pickleball and play cornhole and eat and all that kind of. It's like a just a sounds like a sex club. It, it probably is. Mm-hmm. I should go there tomorrow. I didn't know about this. No. Should we shut this down and head that way? I'm ready. I'm not on call. Let's go. <laughs> what? T- t- tell me. But, what, tell me what the what's the premise. I mean, what what kind of ball do you have? It's a like a little like a pickle. Uh, well, it's like a, a plastic ball, man. I can't really explain it. I played it one time with uh, the in laws, uh, brother in law, sister in law, mother in law, and uh, father in law, uh, and uh, I think Ethan was there. My nie- niece and nephew we were all there. I think for birthday. Yeah. And uh, so that's the only time I've ever played it. But the girl that cuts my hair, she's huge into pickleball. Goes all over the place cut, and cuts hair. Goes all over the place and plays pickleball. And uh, so. Hairdressers uh, can do it. Anybody can do it. That's Ooh. what I said. I don't mean that. I told Hairdressers are nurses. You <laughs> know what I mean? I she mean, come, come on. Last time she cut <laughs> my hair, I told every, her I was going to beat her. Every working, like every job. Yeah, we're going to piss right? everybody off. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's going to be pissed off at <laughs> Why that. not? Well, I told her I was going to beat her. I was like, yeah. "You don't want me to play because I'll I'll beat you the probably the first game." Mm-hmm. Not true. I'll though. beat you because you're a uh, you play m- something like that. Miss Vincent plays. Miss Vincent plays. Yeah. Okay. And From, she's a huge. She's huge into pickleball. Really? Yeah. And I so I want to. I want to play right, Miss we'll, Vincent. We'll dominate me and Ben because we already play. we already beat. Her and uh, Mr. and Mr. Uh, whoever uh, whoever else was in the uh, smarter than the fifth grader, we already beat her. I beat her then. So the we... <laughs> I, was, I was leaving Sonic. Me and Bracken got him some fries, and I was giggling thinking about that. But us beating Miss Vincent teachers. and all of our teachers. Like, yeah, these booger eating morons barely got out of high school. And I love Miss Vincent, man. Yeah. But she didn't even she didn't even say 
congratulations or nothing. She didn't say one word to us when we won. Hated it. Not one word. I was like, oh, maybe she don't remember me. But how does she forget Trent and Ben? I mean, nobody forgets us. Nobody. Yeah, Especially we were, in Wilberton. We're rapping in class every day. And all every day. day. Every day. Now, you're talking about Miss Vincent, like the uh, home okay. ec teacher? With yes. Him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Otis Spunkmeyer cookies. Was it second period you'd smell them cooking or third? Uh, I think third. Third. I don't remember. Uh, three for a dollar? I mean, I had her class, so I was going in there. Oh, I had I had her for that. those cookies at? And child development, I think. And if you're selling cookies out there for fundraisers, get the Otis Spunkmeyers if you can. Oh, he's done with it. Is it hurt, hurting your head? Yeah. Oh, hell well, I yeah. told you to take it off a long time ago. I know, but I actually forgot about it for a little bit. Oh, gosh. It was getting, it was like, and then all of a sudden it, it come back with a vengeance and reminded me. It's like, get this off. It's hurt. Did we talk about your hair, your head being sunburned? Sunburned, really. So you bad. can't wear that. That's what we're talking about. If you're, if you're not watching us on YouTube, and you should, you should go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. I got a ball out. <laughs> oh, yes. You should see said ball. <laughs> okay. If you're not watching this on YouTube, get on there now. It's as red as my head. Is. But I don't I don't know uh you know, Miss Vincent, she didn't say congrats or anything or hey, how are you guys doing when we won? It, it, it seemed like she was it seemed like she was mad about girl. losing. So when I heard that she's a big pickleballer, I'm like, All right, I gotta and I was and I was told by the girl cuts my hair, I was told you do not want to play Miss Vincent in pickleball. And oh, I was yeah. like, Well So I probably I don't need to play, start playing pickleball unless I'm gonna put you know, I don't think I need much time, though. I think I'm going to be just naturally good at it. Me and Ben get on weird kicks. We used to play tennis religiously. Like, it would mm-hmm. just be even me and him. We'd be, like, December, like, cold as hell cold. out there, dude. We'd go, or play tennis till midnight out there. We'd have a good time. I suppose the neighbors didn't call the cops because those lights were bright over there at Chattic. Hey, man. The lights come on. We don't turn them on. They come on automatically. The pickleball thing, though, kind of sounds a little bit, uh, I mean. It's I, miniature tennis, man. She seems, you know, she's a really nice lady, but she's very fragile. So there can't be very, it's not a very physical sport, I'm guessing. Kind of like playing bridge or something like yeah. that. I'm going to tell you, I've heard she is a firecracker. You don't want to, you don't want to play her. Well, she has a horrible temper, yeah. I made her mad one time. Oh, she, you did? I got in huge trouble because of her, yeah. You ate too many of them spunk Myers, didn't you? Well, I, you know, you didn't pay for them. What did you do? All I did was. I want to know what I did, really, because she didn't say anything to us, and I'm. I, so I start thinking about. You had. A, what did we do? Did we make a her mad? Haircut for years. She probably remembered you as a little kid. It with was a before. Tail no, it was way after that. I had. But her. she remember when you had a rat tail? I thought little. she liked me though. Like I really did. I thought she liked me. Rat Evidently, nobody ass. liked me. None of my teachers liked me, and I'm like, why? I mean, I say evidently. Ben, do you realize you ain't got to wear that? Retainer, like when you're at school, you take it off. Headgear. Head so, what'd you do to Miss Vincent? <laughs> well, it's going to be a down to a uh, difference of opinion, but I'll tell you the truth as I know it. And that was okay. We used to have to write down recipes in class, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if you didn't write down, if you didn't turn your recipes in, whenever the day came to cook, you didn't get to eat, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I knew that full well. Well, I didn't write down my recipes. So, I knew I wasn't going to eat. I knew that. No big deal. Well, uh, a guy named Gerald Irvin, who is uh, um, a guy I went to school with for many years, and I got in a lot of trouble with him because he's hilarious. He, he and I were sitting together and uh, sitting next to each other, and they all line up to go go through the line, get food to eat, you know. So I get up, and I'm just walking with Gerald because we're sitting there talking. And she goes, I don't have your recipes, Lucas. You don't get to eat. And I said, I'm not eating. 
I'm just going to stand here and talk to Gerald while he, you know, and I know she's thinking I'm going to slip in there and grab some food on my way through. And I really did not have that in mind. So, uh, I said, well, I'm not, I'm not going to, uh, partake. I'm not going to eat. I'm just standing here talking to Gerald. She goes, go sit in your seat. And I, I, I honestly said, I go, well, kiss my butt and turn around and walked up and Gerald laughed. Mm. And she said, go to the office. So what's, went, the, what's the difference of opinion here? Okay. You hold on. I'm getting kiss to it. My butt to your teacher. No, you no, can't say you can't, that. But hold on a minute. Okay. Now, I'm going to get to the point where, where we have the disagreement. Okay. So oh, she sends me the office. Okay. Now up to this point, I'm like teacher's pet. You know what I mean, like I got along with her great. We had, I loved going to her class. She yeah. was nice, funny, all yeah. these things. Right. So I go to the office. Thank God. Miss Taylor was on the phone and I just sat in there for like 20 minutes the bell goes off for the class. I'm thinking, well, screw it. I'm not going to sit in here. You know, it's time for the next class. I don't want to be late. So I get up, go on. Well, she goes, I guess, later on and tells Miss Taylor, did Lucas come down here? And uh, she's like, no, I never talked. She did follow up. Not Cotangas didn't ever follow up. Right, well, right. And, same thing happened to me, but I left and never got followed dude, up. Dude, well, next thing I know, uh, I'm going to uh, football practice. And the phone call comes in. They go, you need to go to the office. I'm thinking, what? Because I'm my, over it. You, you say, know what kiss I mean? my butt. Well, this is like fourth, this is like fourth period. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh. I mean, it's been hours ago, you know, mm. an eternity whenever you're 17 years old. I, yeah. That might as well happen a year ago. And uh, so I'm thinking, what could I be, you know, why am I going to the office? It never even crossed your mind. Right. Could be. Well, I get down there and uh, they say, you got to go to the, to Miss Vincent's room. So I go down there. Well, it's Miss Taylor and Miss Vincent on one side of the table and my mother Already on there. the other side of the table. Yeah. So I'm thinking, what is happening? You know what I mean? So I sit down by my mom. They're like, Miss Taylor goes, Mr. Johnson, sit down. She always, you know, you're in trouble. She always, your last name, you know. So I sit down next to my mom and uh, my mom's looking at me, you know, like, how could you? And I'm thinking, what is happening? You know, what is the deal? So I'm sitting there and Miss Vincent's not saying anything. Miss Taylor goes, uh, you know, Mr. Johnson, you know, there, there's certain things you can't say to a teacher. And I'm thinking, we're going to make a big deal. And she goes, uh, and say, and telling a, a teacher to kiss your ass is not one of the things you can do. You said Bobo, Bobo. And, and I, I turned straight around. I said, I didn't say, I didn't say that. And she goes, well, that's what Miss Vincent said. And Miss Vincent just sitting there looking at me like, and I, I didn't look at anybody else. Didn't look at my mom. I didn't look at Miss Taylor. I looked right at her and I said, you and I both know. That I did say, well, kiss my butt. Mm -hmm. But I did not say ass. Mm -hmm. Miss Vincent never said anything. She goes, you just said it. You're yeah, just yeah. No, Miss Taylor said <laughs> it. Spell him. Miss Taylor said, you know what I'm saying? No, no, we're, it's past that point. I'm you know, this is principle. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm about to throw some, some F-bombs around here because I'm getting what I felt like was railroaded. You know yeah. what I mean? Now, what I said was not right, but not punishable. You know, it's not a capital offense. Now, telling somebody to kiss your ass in class. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're in, you're in deep trouble. And my mom's like, are you kidding me? You know, and I said, I did. That's not what I said. And I said, and you know, that's not what I said. And Miss Tedder goes, I don't care. You know, this is not up for discussion. You got three days ISS. You well, learn. kiss my ass. Yeah, I, I told her, I said, well, I wish that's what I'd have said. If I knew I was going to get in trouble anyway, I said, believe me, next time I get in trouble, it'll be, I'll get in trouble. It'd be a full ass. And, and you know, of course, Miss Taylor's like, you don't want to go down that road, blah, blah, blah. You know, that whole game. And I just sat there, you know, like. Uh, Sulking. Man. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm like Aaron Paul on Breaking Bad at that point, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm fed up or whatever. So I go to ISS for uh, her basically fabricating 
what I did. Took what I said and, and turned it into something really bad. And, wow. and now we don't talk. What was the soundtrack to that? Like at that time. Maybe that's why she don't like me What was me you now? wallering in your Probably. misery to about <laughs> because that? Because of you. Something that... Some, let some anger out. I'm sure you're listening. Guilt to by association. I was listening. Uh, in those days, it probably would have been alive by Pearl Jam. Okay. You know? Yeah. That kind of felt that railroaded. Kind of felt a little. So you still get to do football at that time or no? I went on to practice that day, but I didn't get to practice for three days after that. But, you know. Dude's I'm, doing hard time, bro. Locked I, up. I was a senior. My grades sucked anyway. So I got to practice a lot and didn't get to play in like three games my senior year because I'm an idiot. You get railroaded. Yeah. But. Kiss my butt. I said, well, kiss my butt. And, you know, man, I said it to make Gerald laugh. It's right. a bad thing about it. You wasn't you saying know, it to her. It, it was one of those. I uh, thought it would be funny. You know what I mean? It's, you know, dang it or whatever. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like you didn't think three seconds ahead. You just thought this will get a laugh. In the moment. You know, I mean, this shit pops into my head and I just say it. Yeah. You know, and I've always been that way. And it's cost me. Dearly. My whole life. You know, at, at different points, it's cost me everything a time or two because I don't know when to shut up, <laughs> yeah. you know. So. Well, maybe I did the same thing. Not that, but maybe maybe I did something similar to make her mad. I don't know. Maybe And maybe she just was having a bad day that day when we beat her. Hey, man, the, a lot uh, of people had bad days that day. I, a lot of people made, did. Made a lot of people not had bad days. Not one question we got wrong. <laughs> no. Not a single question. And I'm going to tell you something right now. On the planet. Craziest right questions you've ever mm. heard of. And not one question we got wrong. Nah, not one. Not a one, dude. Well, hey, that's all that matters. Flawless victory. It's a, it's the craziest thing. I'm still, I still get, I still get. He's going to cry. Yeah, He's going to cry, damn. I still get beside myself <laughs> thinking about it, dude, because we you didn't did miss it. one question. You got to maximize your opportunities. Yeah, you know, I tell went, my kids that yeah. all the time. What we was the question? with the what? trophy at Pizza Hut, dude? Yes. It was, yes, uh, dude. I can't remember who it was. What, what, it kind, was of, what artist, kind of What kind of artist? Yes, and it was a sculptor. Yeah. We never heard of this person. And we just Were you guys Googling the answers? No. No, no, no we didn't phone, cheat. Dude. We didn't cheat. Oh, yeah. We didn't said, cheat. Uh, we said we like it's gotta be sculptor and yeah. Like, yeah, it's probably gotta be sculptor. And I was like, Yeah, because why else would what other type of artists are there? Right. Like painter. painter would be too easy. Yeah. You know? So we said sculptor. We got it right, and it was those kind of questions. It was yeah. not when 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 I Dude went down there. Everywhere. I don't know, when, they, when, I, when they when they said smarter than a fifth grader, I thought you're going to get some fifth grade questions. Hell okay, no. this we got some Harvard type questions. Yeah. You know, they were trying to weed us out well, real we're quick. Types, right. Sure. Well, we did have an attorney they, on our they team. They had to we had an attorney on our team. Bar. He really pulled his weight a whole lot, though. I was a little disappointed. And we had. Uh, what was her name? What's her name? Ticey. We had Ticey. And dude, yeah, she was, real. I mean, I don't want to, I didn't think she was dumb. Oh, I'm not going to say that. Credit. We're going to take all the damn right, credit because, your podcast. Right. Right. <laughs> well, I'm going to, I'm going to give her, you know, credit, credits due, but, uh, Ticey was, uh, the victors do write the history books, you know, Ticey's, right. so, she, she definitely pulled her weight. It was up, definitely. It was up I don't, me, I me think, and you were the only ones on the team. We had to fight our way out of there. We were we not. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so crazy, man. Trent's like, we're going to go to the Smarter Than Fifth Grader uh, competition down there. I was like, even doing it. I don't either. And so I was like, all right, whatever. You know, and we went down there. We have a team. 
And uh, Tamara said, I got y'all a team. And it was the uh, lawyer dude and Tyson. And we're like, all right, let's ride. Did you guys join up in this like on a whim? Did y'all just somebody yes. tell you they were doing it? You're like, let's go do that. I didn't even. We, did, we always just like, we're playing tennis till midnight, dude. LJ. We was, we was basically on math, I think. Yeah, I LJ. Uh, making CDs Ty, and shit. Tyson's daughter or somebody. Somebody, not Tyson's daughter. Somebody, there was like a 12 or 13-year-old girl. Yeah. That was sitting down on the other, on the other side of the table. It was Tyson's daughter. Okay, it was Tyson's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. I thought it was her I was going up against. <laughs> the whole so time, I sat down the whole and I started like, mean mugging her on yeah. purpose just as a joke, you know. Yeah, and I just started laughing. And they're like, they're like, no, she's on our team. I was like, oh, gosh. Because <laughs> I thought we were. Trash talking. Yeah, I was right off the bat. I was that's like, even you know, funnier that you guys didn't even know what the hell was going on and you end up winning. I had, that's, zero, that's hilarious. I had zero clue what was going on. I did not have. I didn't even know where it was going to be. Trent drove. And we rolled up. It was at VFW, and and we rolled up, and that's we that's six year stones. I didn't know, didn't we? huh? We had six year keystones on the way. We may have hell. I don't know how many you have been drinking and seven. driving class. Seven out of six. That's a that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> just seven. You know, for... Slid in a tall boy from the house. <laughs> but we dude, bought a sixer, but I had seven. I, yeah. I can't explain the feeling. <laughs> that's how much men don't drink. <laughs> the six years you have seven. <laughs> What a nerd. <laughs> I can't explain though the the, the feeling. It, like like it, yeah, I mean, you see it now. It's this is not fake. Yeah. You know, I cannot control yeah, what I'm feeling inside yeah. when I talk about us winning. It's core memory. The I don't or not. I don't drink coffee. Us winning the smarter than a fifth grader competition against a whole bunch of our uh, prior teachers and a lot of people that just didn't like us yeah. from Wilberton, right? A lot of people just, I mean, I can name some people, but there was all kinds of teams in there and each team probably had one or two people that probably didn't like us. And we, we, we mopped the floor them. with their ass. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a, you know what? You just, that's a damn good idea. We should have an, I don't drink coffee podcast. Trivia I'm night. smarter than a fifth grader competition. We should do that. Okay. I'm down. I'll have to be, I want to be a moderator. Cause I don't know if I could, I, we won the first one. You, know you don't I mean? want to win your own thing. Right. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, you don't want to. Uh, you don't want to do that. That's, that's God bad damn. form. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Not a stalker. Not a stalker. We're going to do that still. We're supposed to be doing that still too. Right? We're supposed to get that going again? Man, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, it's a, a lot, lot of work. Activity. Like, like, you know, we're talking about pickleball. And we stuff. got kids I really, now. I really don't do any sports like that. I can't like hold a beer and do. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but don't you want to? Don't you want to compete? I do. That brings up a good 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 topic. I recently just turned forty. Good job. Lucas is forty. Ben's forty (laughs) three. No. no, uh, Ben's uh, still in his thirties. About things that we don't do now, or things you know. So Ben, we already got the Ben's answer. The coolest thing he's ever did, you know, (laughs) his forty was when the. Smarter than a fifth grader. Like, right. the coolest thing. Was it not the coolest thing you'd it's ever pretty, done? You know, I've done some cool shit. I mean, I know you've done some cool <laughs> stuff. Nice pinnacle. I know you've ran the bulls. Yeah. I know you are a uh, world champion in bow fishing, but yeah. is it really uh, smart? And, and is it hard? No. Uh, what what was more than that? What was better than that? A lot. Really? Like the, the first, than winning that competition? Booby you grabbed. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> well, <laughs> You and I could yeah. not stop laughing mm. on the way home oh, we, at Pizza Hut and oh, on the way home in the next day and the next day and the you, next day. Do you remember we pulled over and got another sixer? Yeah. We got in, we were uh, blaring. Uh, I drank seven of them. Um, 
We are the champions. Yes. We were crying, dude. We yes. pulled over and we were like, yes. each other. Dude, it was great. Dude, you think we ever stopped laughing on the way home? No, we didn't. It was nonstop. No shirts on. Took our shirts off. Yeah? Yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can see why you do that. And our pants, too. But. I don't know if I go that far. Mm. But anyway, so what is the coolest okay. thing you've done? Just act like you're 40. Before you reach 40, you can't say having kids. I don't want to act like I'm 40 because I'm not. Right. You can't say having kids or getting married, meeting the love of my life. The coolest thing? Coolest thing you ever done by yourself. And the next question would be. Oh, gosh. You don't want to know what the coolest thing I did by myself. some things that you've never done before you were 40 that you know you'll probably never be able to do? It could be a physical thing like um, uh, be a professional hockey player, be uh, learn how to skateboard, anything like that. What, what's that some, I would wanted to do, that yeah. I didn't want to do, that I probably will never I mean, get to do now. I can't do now. I, I know a big one for me is is whenever I was, I remember when I was 28, it was a really big thing, is I kept thinking, now, you know, at the age I am now, I know it's ridiculous, but I, I wanted to try out for the SEALs. I wanted to try to get in it, you know what I mean? Uh, I knew I could get the ASVAB score to go but you know it's really almost political to get in to the deal but i wanted to try to do it and when i was 28 and i remember that was that's the cutoff age supposedly you know so that's something that post you know post 40 years old that i would love to have at least tried to see if i could do i know you know being realistic now you know no i mean even whenever i was 28 i still weighed like 270 pounds you know i mean i could run like an eighth of a mile and almost die so there was no way i could have been a seal but (laughs) I used to, I was really doing some of the training. I would get off the internet and uh, I would get out there and try to do it just because I wanted to try. Hell yeah. That's when me and Dustin would go out and uh, the robber's cave and we go swim. And oh, you're going to make it across the lake? I made it across the lake too. (laughs) Dustin was begging me not to. She's like, you're going to die out there. You're going to drown. I was like, that was probably a good call though. You probably got really lucky. I don't know. I, I mean, I made it. Swim, I mean, swimming fatigue those are real thing. Yeah, you just right. get on your back at that point. Well, I, you know, I've always been a really strong swimmer. I've always had an easy time <laughs> Heard in the that water. About you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of people just randomly coming. You know, he's a really strong swimmer. I'm like, no, Lucas Johnson. Lucas Johnson. Well, yeah. After I, you swam across the lake yeah, and back, I'm yeah. Saying, that's really. I can't do that right now. I, I well, I don't know if I could do it right now, but I mean, I could do at, it. at that time, I think I was. But I have to, I have to get on my back, you know. You had ache about a quarter of the way down. No doubt, dude. No doubt, for sure, for sure. It'd be over with. No, I I was thinking about Ben's headaches of the day because now they're affecting my life. I'm just randomly driving, thinking about Ben's headaches. You know, I'm like, how does some bitch ever like go to Austin or anywhere with me, dude? What? You know, I didn't. I mean, I've known you for several years, and it wasn't. I don't remember you ever saying anything about headaches, and then just all of a sudden, it was like. I've always had them bad, like constant. constant. Mm-hmm. But it, it's gotten really bad in the last four or five years. It's gotten it's a different, it's a different, uh, it's a different myalgia. Yeah, it's a different. Uh, it, it's when that part kicked in. But before, man, I just had bad, uh, like trigger points, you know, in my shoulders and from you know getting rear-ended, getting whiplash, and I never could get rid of them. You know, Dr. Woodruff gave me trigger point injections one time, and it made me feel really good for about two days. And I'll, I'll, I'll remember those two days because it was like the best I'd ever felt in my whole life. And, uh, but I never could get rid of those things, man. I just, those things, you know, I have Amy, I have my kids walk on my back. I have Amy walk on my back. I have, she dig her, 
you know, elbows, you know, I get on the floor, she would just dig in. I'm like, listen, you can't hurt me. I, you know, and, uh, then it get real bad if she do that. No, it feel real good. Feel real good. But those, those knots, man, just never would go away. Never. And then I start seeing, you know, my witch doctor in Tulsa and she got rid of them real fast. And I was like, where were you at 30 years ago, you know, 20 years ago. But, but anyway, you're, you're on to a new thing now though. Yeah. I'm on a different thing because this, because her, um, she was, she would fix me, but it would not last very long. This new doctor, he's more precise in what he's doing. Now she dude, 100% is an angel. I love her to death and highly recommend her. But for what I have, and she knew it. She knew it. And she would tell me, she would be like, you maybe need to get, you know, uh, another MRI on your lower back. Maybe, you know, just different things. She'd be like, you know, I, she, you know, cause she's not a doctor, but, uh, she can make me feel real good. But this yeah, guy is more precise. Yeah. That's why you can't go to her anymore. Listen, I told her, I said, listen, can I be your boyfriend, <laughs> you know, so I can come see you more, you know, because I don't, I need to see you more than just once every, you know, two or three months. Cause dude, she's. She got people flying in from all over the place, China, Russia, you know, all over. They, they come, st- movie stars, evidently. That's the guy I was telling you about. He had heard of her whenever I was talking to him. Dude, she's an angel. But this new guy, he's he, he specializes in pretty much what I got, and so it's it's helping a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. Like when you told me, like you know, it's kind of cutting edge stuff. Kind of they got from the, the you know vet side of things, like. He's expressing your anal gland, and that's really a little bit, yeah. With the pain relief, yeah. It was all it was pressure, yeah. Is what it was. It was that, yeah, needing the anal gland and getting all that out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I didn't really want to say that. that? His fingers, oh fingers, yeah, (laughs) mainly his thumb. You know, I'm trying to laugh. I'm trying to. You guys are doing great, holding it together, and I'm doing terrible. I don't really Sorry. know what he's using. Yo, know? I'm looking the other way. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> right? You it's use whatever you need to. You can't hurt me. It's, it's a dimly lit room with Kenny G playing. Yeah. You, know, but, you can't hurt me. Just do hey, when I do. tell you, uh, I would. I'm down for anything to to fix the problem. It. I'm down yeah. for anything. I'm not kidding. If you know how to fix it. And I'm down to try. Yeah, let's give it you a try mean? here right now. Yeah. I'll try to express that gland. Yeah. But you never Great, did say what your greatest uh, accomplishment <laughs> I mean, before 40. that gland, boy. My greatest accomplishment before 40? 40. Is it a greatest accomplishment? Yeah, that too. The cool, or the coolest thing you've done, greatest accomplishment. What, something that just sticks with you like, oh, yeah. I don't man. I couldn't tell you either. You ain't even done your, something you regret before 40. Oh, am I supposed to do that first yeah. before he does his? Sure, let's do that. Give him time to think. Something I regret not getting to do something you did that you wish you could but take I, back. But I, but something I oh that I did that I could, wish I could take back. Yeah, even that. Oh so, man, I got a good one, mm-hmm. but it's a little dark. Ooh. It's really dark, and I probably can shouldn't we turn say these it. Lights down a little bit so you can tell. You're gonna have a hard time because you've done a lot of the, your shit. I know. It's been heavy on my heart though. What? Bummed out. Never got to go to Nickelodeon Studios, go to Nick Arcade, be on that show, climb the aggro crag, dude. Like, I'm serious. You never watch those shows? 
Yes. San Diego, I dominate this shit. <laughs> right. Like watching Bozo the Clown. And they had the I was going to say, door- I was going to take mine back because I'm going to cut right. it out. Yeah. I'm going to cut mine out probably. Maybe not. Skip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Bozo Show. Yeah, they, they threw that ping pong ball. Aim for bucket, bucket 10. It wasn't a big trash bucket. It was no, a little bucket, but bullshit. still. They were big enough. They were like a for bicycle, bucket. dude, like a 10 speed. They won a $100 bill if they got that ten. If they got yeah, it to well, the 10. One of them was a bike, too. One of them buckets were. Well, yeah, there's a prize on each bucket. Yeah, it was the easiest game ever. Though the agro crag guts, that was some real shit. Now that was uh dangerous life or death stuff, there, bud. Very true, yeah, very true. I read that bummed me out. Um, I never get to do that. I'll tell you what, I never got to ride the Back to the Future ride at Universal Studios, kind of bummed me out. Yeah, why why didn't you? I I think Universal Studios as a kid, it wasn't there when I went as an adult. Oh, I went when I was 19. You know, did you go ride the Back to the Future ride? I'll tell, you my, I'll tell you my biggest regret, uh-huh. and this is to, to, to be... This is not to my go biggest al- regret. These things that I, I, I'm bummed out I'll never get to experience. Yeah. I never yeah. I never played football. Mm-hmm. It's your biggest regret? Yeah. I still dream that I'm, in, I'm going into my senior... I had a dream just the other day. I'm going into my senior year, and I can actually sign up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, shit. That's, go. I'm going to sign up for my senior year. At least I'm going to get to play one year of football. Mm-hmm. It really sucked for you that, though, because Ben really did sprout up right after I graduated. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like legit, like the I was always after, fast. The after like, graduation, like, oh, Ben's six one now. Cool. <laughs> always fast. I always had good hands, and uh, yeah, man, I could have played. You know, I could have played. I hundred percent believe it. Hundred percent. I regret it. Yeah. I mean, I regret. Regret. I just wish. I wish I would have played. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm so supportive. You know, of of kids getting to play football if they want to play football. Yeah. Or dads trying to push their kid a little bit, you know, because there's kids out there that, yeah, well, it's easier to just stay on the couch and play video games or whatever. Trust me, I know, because I love video games. But, uh, you know, I think I say dads, parents, moms, dads, I think you should push a little bit. Now, if your kid just don't want to freaking play and don't, well, it's definitely not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody. But if you've got a kid that, you know, can play and that, you know, I say, and and, and we're, I'm going off topic. I don't know. I, I kinda, uh, I'm just saying I wish quick, I had played football. I kind of digress, like, uh, not digress. I kind of differ from that. Like, I want to support my kids. Like, if they want to do seven on seven, if they want to do AAU ball, if they want to do anything like that, hey, if you're good enough, yeah, you can do it. Uh, I'm going to support you. Uh, but I don't ever want to push them. I don't. I'm well, not gonna, I'm not, not going to make you go out there and hit baseballs and me watch you hit 100 baseballs. I'm not going to go out there and watch you throw 100 pitches. If you want to do it, you're going to do it. Right. And I don't think, because I think if you, if you push them to go do that, they're going to regret, they're going to resent it. Well, there's a difference yeah. between you going out there and watching him do it yeah. or you going out there and making him do it all the time. You don't want me to pump gas. Because no. your, your kid, <laughs> you know, your kid, he yeah. wants you to be involved. Yeah. You know? And oh, that's, that's, it can seem you can make it feel like the most natural thing in the mm-hmm. world if you go about it the right way. Right. You know what I mean? Instead of going out there and going, well, what we're going to do today is, by God, is you're going to hit this bucket of baseballs mm-hmm. three times. Period. Mm-hmm. You're not getting no supper. You ain't going. You ain't going to the pool. Yeah. You're not doing anything till these baseballs are hit. Mm-hmm. That's different than, hey man, let's go out here and work on your swing. Yes. You know, let me throw you some. Let's do yeah. some soft toss. Yeah. Let's do some stuff. 
So you can hit the ball out of the infield. You know, what you see these other kids, let's do that. You know, yeah. you if you go and I'm not saying if they're not into it, they're not into it. I was pretty fortunate that both of my boys have been like they wanted to yeah. do that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, you know. But yeah, the, as far as being like the pressure thing, I never really when they were little, you know, starting them T ball when they were four years old, that was just a thing of Getting them outside, uh, get them used to being moving around, you know, and we were all doing it, you know. I mean, me it and their mom. It creates muscle memory. You pick up a bat, you walk. As a four- or five-year-old kid, you pick up a bat, you walk to home plate. You do that when you're eight years old. You do that when you're 12 years old. You do that when you're 20. It's just a routine, muscle memory. Hey, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, how many kids do you know yeah. that remember learning how to throw a baseball? Nobody remembers that. Nope. Right. You know what I mean? That's one of them things that once you get it worked out, it's just like – Hey, dude, you know, you're throwing it well. Let's see, you know, back up a little bit. See, you know, see how you're doing, that kind of thing. And and then you, the cool thing is just for me was always just watching them get better. You know what I mean? And and it kind of took a life of its own on that side of it. You know, if you go about it, I see people, I've seen plenty of people do exactly what you're talking about. Where you can tell their kid, like playing basketball to me was always a sport that I've seen people force their kids to play that don't want to do it. You know what I mean? They're, you can tell they hate every step running up and down that court. You know, and these kids are just, they're standing out there. Why is basketball the worst sport anyways? I get so embarrassed <laughs> going to games and sitting in the stands and listening to parents yell at their kids. I'm like. Dude, it's every sport. You know, no. Yeah. Well, well basketball. Though, like there's some distance, I'm guessing. That's basketball, true. Everybody hears you cussing your kid, calm and worthless, and you better hustle and yada, yada. And they're cussing the refs, too. Basketball parents are the worst parents, I think, honestly. Yeah, that I've ever seen. I think it's because there's a gym and it's echoing throughout. You can hear well, you them screaming have a and stuff. Self awareness. They don't. Well, I agree with <laughs> you. Yeah. Dude. They don't. <laughs> well, youth sports in, in general is is pretty bad that way. But basketball definitely you have more more in that sport. I think baseball too, but basketball especially you have usually parents who were probably pretty good basketball players and they forget that these kids are eight years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're expecting 18-year-old play out of a kid who literally doesn't even run the right way yet. You know what I mean? You're like, you're double dribbling ass on the bench. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, two-hand chest pass, bro. Yeah. You know, this basketball's bigger than his head. Yeah. You know, he can't two-hand chest pass. That. I just don't feel like it's 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 uh, fair for a kid to feel what I feel about not playing football. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's – I mean – I feel like every kid should get to play if they want to play. Definitely. And Did you feel like you couldn't play? I, no, 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 not that. I just didn't have someone to kind of push me in that direction to play in. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I mean, you know, my family, they all love to watch sports, but nobody ever really was a big football player. Now, my dad played football, but he wasn't there. You know, yeah. he's not around. Mm-hmm. So no one was ever like, hey, man. No, I went to I went to football camp. And freaking fell on the angle iron and running the whatever you call that thing through the what do you what do you call that ropes high, high knees I guess or yeah. ropes yeah. yeah so I fell on the angle iron and dude nastiest gash in my freaking in my shin mm-hmm. you know on the bone and it was, you know I had to leave yeah so that was it that was the end of football for me right there and I just wish somebody and I'm not blaming it on nobody because I mean you know I'm not blaming it on my parents or my grandparents or anything. I'm just saying if you are out there and you're listening to this or you're watching this and you have a kid that has the ability and that may want to play, give them some encouragement, give them some encouragement in any sport, not just football. Yeah. It's well, you know, it's an environment, you know, you can, 
like for me, I, I was definitely, my family was the same way. I mean, my, my dad and uh, my sister and, and everybody all played ball. You know, they played all the sports and that kind of thing like that. But as far as the way I was parented, I mean, th- my dad helped coach my little uh, coach pitch team and that kind of stuff like that. But once I was 12, when I went to, to kid pitch, well, he was done. You know what I mean? He's like, well, there That's you go. Right. You know, it's like I graduated high school or something. He's like, well, have a great time, you know, or whatever. And so for me, it was kind of the same way, especially with football. He didn't, he didn't have anything for me football wise. And that was one of his better sports, you know? Um, so for me though, kind of like what you were saying, it would have, I always thought it'd be nice for, instead of like my dad would say, well, you know, they, they let me pitch a little bit and uh, he'd say, well, go out there and throw that baseball then. And he'd go to a shop and work on this fucking vehicle or something like that, you know, and I'd be out there like throw a few, and I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. You know, he's like, well, you got to throw in the middle of that tire. And that's all he would give me. You know, I'd lean up against the house and throw in this fucking tire. And so it was so vague that I, I lost interest, you know? So whenever it comes my time for, with my boys, it's not that, you know, people take it where you, it's almost like you're trying to say that that's all there is to life. And that, that was not the point to me, but I could always see, how the things that you learn translate. I know people as I was growing up that played ball in school that like, like were good ball players. Well, they not, not in every instance, but in a lot of instances, they turned out to be, I don't want you to say well put together guys by the time they got grown, you know? And, and I saw, <laughs> I watched people like my cousin Dwayne, where, uh, who's been on the podcast before I, I saw the, what he learned in sports translate into his life, mm-hmm. you know, that things that he and I grew up basically side by side and he learned it, it, some of it's, you know, genetics or however you're made up or whatever, but, but discipline, um, teamwork, a lot of those things translated into his life and he was gone on, you know, and that's just one example that I could name a bunch of people that, that were, uh, good athletes in school that they, they took that, that mindset on and were able to do things, you know, and it was something that I always felt like that I, I don't know if you'd say missed out on, but it took me a lot longer in life to get my shit together. And I feel like that, uh, like I always say, I wish I'd have went to the military because it would have helped me. It would have gave me a lot of discipline. It would have straightened me up early instead of me going, you know, I was all over the fucking place for most of my life. And uh, so I, I, I didn't want that for the boys. So it was always, it was never about the sport. And, and that's just, that's my own take on it. And, you know, it was always about discipline and being responsible and, and teaching these things that I felt like that, not that my parents did a shitty job, you know, evidently they taught me something because I, I care enough to try to pass it on to the boys, but, but it could have, I wish it would have been shown in a more direct way. You know, it's kind of like doing algebra, you know I mean? Algebra sucks unless somebody, unless you're trying to figure out a problem, yeah. an actual something in real life, then all of a sudden you're like, damn, I, I want, I want that algebra, you know, whenever it's just a vague throwing out there just to get you to do it. Well, hell, nobody gives a damn about that. But when you can apply it to something, you go, dude, if you'll do this, this happens and you watch them learn that shit. Well, then you're teaching them things in a way that I don't know another way to teach them without giving them a job. Yep. You know what I mean? Without making them get a job when they're fucking 13 years old and be like, well, go to Walmart and work motherfucker and figure it out. You know I mean? Past that, I don't know how you would teach somebody to be responsible to a team, well, I, you know? And I think, you know, a lot, cause I've had talks to other people about this. Now, like us three and most of civilization, we got way more time. Definitely. Like when we were kids playing sports, like I don't, you know, looking back at it, to me, you know, my kids, uh, I'm thirty, I'm forty, shit. Yeah, you are. I'm forty. There you go. And You're already my forgetting. boy's four, and my, you know, daughter's two, 
uh, the oldest kids, 15 and 12. So, like, my parents were young as shit when I was playing sports. Mm-hmm. Probably had one damn vehicle. It was a 67 Chevy. We're loading up. Dad driving, mom, me, probably my little sister in the floorboard trying to get the tail hand over a rickety truck. Like, there was not two vehicles, air conditioning, DVD players, keep us entertained. Like, our parents were just trying to get us around. Right. Well, so, we had air conditioning, so, but I'm not as old as you are. Yeah. But, but I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, so, like, us talking about, well, you know, our parents weren't really, you know, maybe kind of push us a little bit more. They're probably doing the best they could just to get us to the gosh damn practice. Or oh, game. for sure. We lived out fi- what about Roberts Cave State Park? We live twenty miles away from town, or so. Well, when you don't know, you it's, don't know. They didn't. They were twenty, twenty-two, twenty-three right. years old. Yeah, I'm thirty or forty. <clears throat> well, damn. May, well, I'm I'll still you, trying to figure it out. You know, yeah, I, I know you want to be in your thirties, Trent. I get it. But what I've always said, what I've always said was, if you look at, um, like college college football players typically, and they show their parents in the stands, they're not young people. They're usually they usually look like doctors yeah. or, you know, they, they never look like me, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've got, a, yeah. I've got, I'm old enough almost yeah. Yeah. to have a kid yeah. in college. Yeah. Yeah. And if I had a, a 18 year old kid, that was a football star right now in college and I'm up in the stands and they point to me, yeah. it, it's never a guy that looks like me. It's always Only an old gray haired, uh, who Jaden Hazelwood, dad, he played uh, basketball at OU, Jaden Hazelwood, a receiver. They mm. went to stand. He still looks like us. Oh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> See, dude, that was that's like <laughs> my weight loss surgery. That's yeah. what I kept thinking whenever yeah. I, Gavin had his signing day, and I was looking at pictures of myself, and I was like, "He can't. I can't. I can't look like this, dude." Well, I, I can't I'm wait. I'm not even talking about. Pounds, you know? I'm talking. I'm not talking about yeah. that. I'm talking about as young as we yeah. look yeah. still. Oh, as long as young you as I am, you'd I like know. to think you do. I know. You don't look that young. I anymore, think we do. Yes, yes. But it's usually a 65 year old man that white, looks like he's got man. his shit together yeah. you know a very successful guy yeah. you know called helicopter parents and maybe it is but yeah. there they are yeah you know winning heisman trophies you know or or they've made it you know uh, and i'm just saying and they flame out in the nfl and they right. rob a pharmacy store for right killer. yeah i mean well, I, what's winning in life i'm just saying know. typically <laughs> when they point to the parents in the yeah. stands they are older Dude. and i think it's because they when you know you, you learn they, a little bit more right mm. Well, and, and I've always said that. Yeah. I think, you know, there's there's things just like whenever I watch, uh, when I went and watched Gavin's spring game here the other day, you know, I'm, I get to know these guys that are on Gavin's team that are his friends, and he's getting to know their parents and stuff like that. And like Graham, one of his real good buddies, his dad's a DA, mm-hmm. you know, up there in Kansas, close to where they're, where they're at. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm like, holy shit, you know, this guy's an accomplished lawyer, obviously, and that kind of thing like that. So that's cool. And, and another guy's dad that he's friends with has a one of the the boxes, one of the suites up mm-hmm. there. You know, he's like a uh, he's big in I can't remember what company they told me now. And it, but for me, I get to smile because my son would beat either one of them, and I'm just an old oil field worker out here. You know what I mean? I kind of I kind of like being in that company, you know, because you know it was a lot like whenever Gavin was playing up here in McAllister, all these people, all you know, it's all about airs and it's all about you know what can and I'm just an old hick who cusses too much, you know. And I was real fat, and you know, I have all these things that. You may used to have a big old dip in your mouth. That has set it off. I, I know. I wish I'd have picked it up. Yeah, I never I did. did. You know, it's one yeah. of the things that. That's a regret that I have. For yeah. me. And why didn't I pick up tobacco? Yeah. You know? 
just <laughs> <laughs> totally sold the. I screwed my whole look up yeah. by not not having that. But yeah. I, I always kind of smiled because you know we're not really from here and and that kind of thing like that. And then you know you're not my, you're not tied in. You're not, you don't fit yeah. in when if you're not from McAllister. Well, sure. and I like it because we kind of break that mold of you know wealthy, well-to-do people are the only ones who have time to teach their kids or to have their kids, you know, take the speed and agility and all that. And these kids are the ones who go on and play well and all that kind of thing like that. We kind of, I kind of blew that theory out of water, you know what I mean? And I think it's when you're raised, you know, you're nothing wrong with the way you get raised, but there's, there's only two ways to handle your childhood the way I look at it. And that is you either see what, how you were raised and you pick out the things you didn't like about it and you change them. Or you become yeah. what you saw mm-hmm. coming up. You know, what I mean, there's only two ways. You know, you either you either like it or you don't. It's either uh, who you you either want to be like that or you don't want to be like that. I'd say that, yeah, because where I grew up, yeah, it was rough. Like my family and stuff, and I was like, I don't want to live like that. Yeah. You know, not my intermediate family, but you know, cousins and stuff like that. So definitely, it struck me like I don't want to be like that. Yeah. So you can, like I said, you can either get molded by it or shaped by it or you can go away from it well sure. and i think you get shaped either way yeah. you know what i mean i mean it's gonna well, i'm street street as shit dude <laughs> well that, you know that's a funny thing about you whenever you get up here and, and you know you got you got the house and you got the cars and you got these things that you've the jewelry you got all these yeah, yeah well things evolved this, as well all man. this cocaine you yeah. know you got all these yeah. things and and uh, you know, i came from nothing it's yeah. like when we were kids, parents. <laughs> when we were kids, parents didn't stay at practices. You know yeah, what I mean? Nobody, you yeah. drop, you got dropped off. Nowadays, that is not how it yeah. goes. Glenn had to go change the training like in some Buick or something. Yeah, yeah. He's like get the yeah. hell out. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. it's evolved. So it's like I don't, I don't look back and go, man, I wish. You know, how come my parents didn't stay? Because nobody's parents stayed. I say it all the time because we live in the good old days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Those weren't sure. the good old days, bro. Mm-hmm. Shit was tough. That's what I say about everybody talks about how much they hate the phones. These guys I work with, they're always like, you know, uh, you, you I, I just don't like that phone. You always got that phone in your hand. And I'm like, listen, man, I, I was old. I'm old enough to remember when nobody had phones. Yeah. You know, so if you forgot your bag at home and it had your cleats in it or whatever, you're screwed, bro. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you don't get to play or what, you know, if you forget your book, you know, for class or whatever, you just don't have it. Yeah. You know, whereas now you can make a frantic text or send somebody a snap, say, hey, can you bring my bag by or whatever. Cut. My balls are bare well, out there's, here. A ma- yeah. there's a meme yeah. I just ran across that said the 90s and early 2000s had the right amount of, Both. of uh, yeah, of technology and, and it's gotten just out of hand. I was dead serious, by the way, about the aggro crag and Nick Arcade and Nick Stodius. Studios. Yeah, I was going to come back but, to but that. Thinking, uh, I was coming for back sure, to probably it. not getting a college degree. That one bothers me. Really? And I always think about going back and like you know finishing up and doing this. And I'm like, no, because I, I like I love to learn. I read like all the time, but I just don't do good in a, a class environment. Yeah, I just I don't know what it is. I just some people just, don't. It's like ADHD or something, dude. They start talking, and I'm like, dude, listen, I'm falling out on you, bro. Can't do it. <laughs> See, and to me, that's the beauty of yeah. of the time that we live in. In that you got enough um, information that you know there's other people in the world. Because when you're high, like when I was in high school, anybody that didn't pay attention and you didn't make A's, well, as far as everyone was concerned, I'm talking about your peers, the teacher, everybody's concerned. You're going to suck. Oh, yeah. He's just smoking marijuana. This motherfucker got F's. He ain't going to be shit. You know what I mean? Oh, Oh, you can't make the grades. And and now, I mean, it's kind of common knowledge that 
some people ain't cut out for the classroom, mm-hmm. and it don't mean you're going to suck, you know. Yeah. And, and the cool thing is, is there's enough of those stories out there where you go, where a guy like, I'm using myself as an example here because my grades were terrible my whole life, where I go, and, and I'm not, I'm not a fucking, you know, I'm not a multimillionaire or anything like that, but I'm just saying I've made life work, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and I was growing up, I was thinking, you're well, I'm fucked, you know. Yeah, I, well, I, I even had a doctor tell me that. He's mm-hmm. like, most guys that are like you, he's like, you've never used methamphetamine? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. He goes, most people that have ADHD like you do find a way to medicate, and that's the way they usually do it. And I was like, no shit. I was like, well, I've thought about it, but it's always ruined everybody's life that I knew. So I didn't, you know, I was, I was too scared to do it because yeah. I'm tough, just like tobacco. I don't do tobacco because I'm not tough. Mm-hmm. I puke. You know what I mean? It's Same. not because I'm tough. You know? Same. Matt Stark gave me some Five Brothers one time, and I puked up my $80 steak that I just eaten. Oh Damn. God! That's a true story. Maybe that's one. Of, maybe that's one of my biggest regrets right yeah. there. Going up an eighty dollars steak. That's yeah, a big I remember one. how much it was. It was a big, it was a big nice meal we ate. I think we ate at uh, Giacomo's or something, you know. And then we got to Wilberton, and he gave me his five brothers, and I was like, I'll try it. We had no money to be eating no Giacomo, man. Like, what are you doing with your life? You saved up for a week. Hey, man. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah, Papa Duke took good care of me, dude. That's like you know, uh, Joey Ratliff gave me a a big chew one time. We were on the bus headed to I can't remember where we were going to play a football game, dude. I got sick as shit. I, I tried, I right tried. there in his yard. We talked about you know, like it's crazy how like if you do pick it up and you stick with it, if you quit for a while, you do it again, it'll get you, but not as bad. It's like and. It, crazy what your brain can adapt your body to like mm-hmm. handle because the first time you do snuff like it's the highest sickest you've ever been in your life dude like everything just it's bad so and why go why do it again in the streets dude oh that's okay. what you do man yeah. street cred i guess yeah. you I, still I dipping every once in a while every once in a while yeah. you probably dip this weekend when you play I golf dip in right now that's the way my dad is dude my dad can't get away from it yeah. you know what i mean you know, oh really weird amy gives me hell all the time because i can quit for two years and then one day i'm like you're right back at it because you think like, how do you do that I'm like, i don't know I feel like because you think you're just yeah. gonna do it once no i'm not going picking it back up <laughs> See, that's, you're you're like my dad. You don't have any problems yeah. from it. You know, there's no Withdrawals, nothing. Yeah, yeah, no. You don't have any health issues from it or anything like that. So you're like, well, I'll pick it up or lay it down, whatever. If yeah. I feel like doing it today. I'll, if I'm not doing heroin and drinking like every day, I get a damn plug. I don't care. Okay. That's like my dad's yeah. 68. Fixed me. He'll be 69 in June, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he smoked since he was 12. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like, smoked cigarettes or dipped mm-hmm. or chewed or all those. Mm-hmm. All my life. Sometimes at the same time. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him smoke with a dip. And uh, (laughs) I'm not kidding. Hang out with you. You know, uh, and but and so you keep thinking, well, like my mom Mm -hmm. had real, she's got real bad emphysema from it. She had, she's quit smoking like 12 years ago. No, I think she finally quit like eight or nine years ago. And she's like got real bad health problems from it. My dad has nothing. You know, and now the the Choctaws have that uh, initiative, you know, where they, anybody that has a, it's, I think they're over 60, and they have a history of smoking. They they have them do a an CT scan, whatever it is. They look at their lungs once a year, mm-hmm. make sure nothing comes up. And my dad still uses the uh, the electronic, you know. Oh, the, the, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, they're like, sir, you know, it's not really good to do at your age, whatever. And he's like, I know. But they do is they check his lungs, and there's nothing. 
So, I mean, what can you tell this man? You know what I mean? For whatever reason, his body sheds this shit. Like, you know, maybe not one of these days, but hell, he's already almost 70. Yeah. You know, I mean, what what exactly are you going to do to this guy? And that's kind of the way he looks at it. And, and, and he, he doesn't stop because of that. Yeah, I mean, 70 is damn good running my book already. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I You know, I go back and say, I, I can quit for a couple of years and just pick it back up. Maybe a year quit and pick it back up. But, I mean, we eat shit with artificial oh. sweeteners in it gosh damn everything bad for you i mean sugar candy let's see what we got here yeah dude it's Al- allulose i don't know i mean i don't know what the hell allulose is sounds i wish to god 30, 40. sounds healthy to me i wish refined sugar would make me dizzy and puke like snuff that would make my life so much easier you know what I'm saying? or if if something greasy like pizza would make me puke my guts up every time i touched it they that got that shit great. for alcoholics where it makes alcohol real bitter. It makes really? It, yeah, if you're like a bad alcoholic. Like really? You, you got this thing you take and it, uh, yeah, it makes alcohol like bitter like like How it's supposed know? to be. Oh, you know, because I'm recovering. But but whiskey already <laughs> tastes like shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, what do they do hey, to that's this? A good I don't if think you're, whiskey if does. If you're there drinking whiskey and you're it sipping not. it. You've never it, tasted it then. Yeah, if tastes, you're sipping whiskey, really and you're good. saying, "Oh," and you're smelling mm, it, delicious, you're full of shit. You got a problem? Really? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it don't taste good. No way, dude. No, no <laughs> way. I don't care what you say. Really? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I feel that way about beer, though. None of it tastes good. It tastes, First time it you tastes, ever take a drink of terrible. beer, you're like, "How the hell do you like this?" Yeah. And well, maybe but, that's how people feel no, about whiskey. No, about the third time, you're like, "Hell yeah, this beer kicks ass." Maybe yeah. they feel the same way about whiskey. Oh no, whiskey does not. You know, and I had an easier time adapting to the taste of beer than I did like coffee. Yeah, you know what uh, I mean. Yeah. Like for me, because my parents drink black coffee. When I was growing up, there was no sugar, there was no cream, there's none of that shit. They drink Mantown around there, black. Yeah, and and eight scoops to four Thick. cups. Yeah. I'm talking Thick. about the fucking most bitter coffee, you know what I'm saying? Like strong. Is a dredge. They want to yeah. wake up. Yeah. They, they want it bad, you yeah. know what I mean? And uh and so that's what I grew up around and I I still am not used to their coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, as a grown man almost 50 years old, every time I take a sip, I can't not make a face. Well, your father can't look you in the eye. Yeah, and my dad's over <laughs> drinking it. He's like on his third cup, you know, I'm yeah. still sipping on my first one like Oh God, you know, but, but for like beer, I remember when I was real young, my dad and then would sit around and play guitars and they would all have a beer and I would, he would give me a sip every now and then. I'm like, can I have a sip of that? And he'd like, he'd let me have a sip or whatever. And I remember thinking, Ooh, and then about five minutes later, I'd be like, I don't want another drink of that. You know what I mean? I, that, that, called, wasn't, that wasn't that bad. alcoholism gene. Probably had something to do with the, you know, my dad's doing it or yeah, whatever. I don't cool. know. But, you know, I remember I'd drink it, you know. But whenever I got older, I remember when I was 15, dude, and, and uh, we got to go to the first our first school dance or whatever, you know, at Wilburton. And uh, after that, we were all going to Willie Sharp's house. You know, that was the big meetup spot. And, dude. They were had beer over there, and my parents were nobody's parents were there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm like? How do we get this pulled off? Yeah. There's no parents here, and, and what seemed like grown people, like Chad Swafford, who was like three years older than me, and to me at that time was like a man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he seemed like a, a parent almost. He was so much older, three years older than me, you know. And uh, but he was. They had beer there, and everybody was drinking it. And I'm looking around, thinking something not going to happen. You know, nobody, nobody's coming. No, no parents are coming home. They're like, no, my dad's at the bar. You know, I'm like, so I can drink this. That's what I'm thinking in my head. It's like I can do this. And nobody's here, and and, and I'm I, like you said. You know, I take a drink and I'm like, ugh. And, but I'm like, but this it, for me it, it equaled fun. You know, what I mean, it's it was like this. Equals- I highly doubt that Trent ever go ugh to beer. 
Well, with it, by the time I, I drank doubt it. two, because I never, I didn't drink. Yeah. By the time I drank two, I'm like, is this your first beer you drank? And it's since I was a little kid. Yeah. You know, I mean, other than you'd find an old hot one, somebody oh, throwing down bitch. somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. drinking an old nasty one. <laughs> yeah. you know? But I'm talking about this is cold, fresh, mm-hmm. ready to drink Bud Light or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and by the time you drink two and you're catching that little buzz, you're like, now this is fun. Yeah. You're seeing girls and you got no problem talking to yeah. them. You know what I mean? I'm smooth as shit right yeah. now. All, all of a sudden, I feel cool as hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I, mean, I was hooked. Do you remember? You <laughs> feel cool as hell. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Evidently not. Do you remember the first time you drank a beer? Uh, oh, I was little. I remember. I very vividly remember it, actually. Uh, me and Dad went down to my grandparents. Do something for them. They were out of town. And it was a Bud Light, and it was warm, like we were talking about, and he poured it on ice. And we were driving back to the house, and he goes, he's looking at me, he goes, you want some of that? I'm like, yeah. I took a drink, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is ass. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, then, like. So it was just a sip? Yeah, just a sip. The first time I ever, like, got drunk, like, uh, we were camping. Uh, Matt Stark was there, and uh, it was Canadian Hunter Whiskey. Oh, God. Yes. And uh, it was by a creek, and it was like a week before Christmas. And we were cooking hot dogs, and I had that stick. And I said, I'm going to go over here and catch a fish. And I was like, <laughs> sitting by this creek bank, and my weenie <laughs> fell off the stick. Your weenie fell off? Yeah, my weenie fell off. I drank my, <laughs> drank my weenie fell off. You drank your weenie off. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I've never drank. Right, yeah, it can happen. Yeah, God, no wonder. Right, right. It can happen. You can drink your weenie right off. <laughs> kind of makes me second guess drinking all yep. of a sudden. So I jumped in for it because I was mad. And uh, of course, it was almost Christmas. And uh, oh. Did you get your weenie back? I don't remember. Matt threw me by the fire. And no, I check real quick. Did you ever get it back? Lucas, you're watching this on YouTube. I think it's still there. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't believe your story anymore now. If part of it fell off, you were doing well. So it's your dad to blame. Uh, I should be mad at him going back all those times of me having to deal with your drunk ass, yeah. which is over you a million. You still to deal with my drunk ass. What are you talking about? I know. I know. And I don't, man. Mm. Well, you know, the, the funny thing about drinking is it's, to me, tobacco, same type thing. You know, it starts out as you trying to be, I, I would say, cool or maybe just trying to do what, what looks fun mm-hmm. or what looks cool. I remember trying to get started dipping and that kind of thing. And I'd see people with that, you know, that full lip. And I think it looks cool. You know, it's they're spitting. Tough. And, yeah, he's 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 12 years old. You know, he's over here, you know, spitting between his front teeth and shit. And I'm like... This is fucking cool. This is man shit. Yeah. I like man shit. Get on board. Yeah, I'll, I'll give me some of that, you know. And I never know until it hits you, and you're just like, oh, you're looking at my lips, saying about it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm and I'm secretly, you know, have you guys ever seen the? Uh, there's an X Men movie where um, it, the guy he's he can use his mind to take control of people, and he and he stops this guy dead in his tracks. This guy can't move, and the other guy can move metal, and he's taking a coin. And uh, he's moving it through this guy's Go, head. Yeah. He's killing him yeah. with this coin. And it's going real slow. And this guy can't scream. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting there. And and the guy who's took over his mind feels everything that guy's feeling. So he's screaming. Ah! And inside this guy's mind, that's what he's thinking. Well, that's what 
when I took a dip, that's what I, I secretly inside of myself was screaming, why are you doing this? This is yeah. awful. I, this is the die. most terrible thing. <laughs> but everybody else is cool. Everybody's spitting. Everybody's talking and laughing. It's got to be cool. Yeah. And I, the whole time I'm sitting there, and that nicotine rush makes me vomit immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sitting there going. Is it the nicotine rush or yeah. is it the yeah. taste? It's nicotine. It's, it's all of it. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? It's that burning. Mm-hmm. It's it's. You know, I, I'm not getting back to your throat. Yeah, I'm not getting it all when I'm spitting. It's not all getting out, you yeah. know, and, and I'm still, I want to swallow. I got cotton mouth now because yeah. I want, I'm used to swallowing my spit all the time, not spitting out. Yeah. You know, it's all this combination. Yeah, it was hot. You. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's come in handy over the years, yeah. you know. Served me well. Yeah. It kept me from getting pregnant a lot of times, you know. But, Word. <laughs> Word. I, you know, I remember one of the first times I ever dipped, it was hot outside, you know. Oh, so you got all that Everybody shit. first dipped like in August. Like, Why is that? Know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Colin yeah. Hay or some stupid shit. Like, we we were just a bunch of kids hanging out, yeah. you know, these guys had. Uh, well, Me, it was after I ate a steak. Go ahead. Oh, man. And, you know, it was, I wanted to be cool, and I remember thinking, you know, I sat there and I got dizzy, got real lightheaded, and not in a good way, not drunk, dizzy, like. I'm going to fall over. I feel like the world's coming to an end, you know, like a, a awful feeling. And I was like, well, yeah, this thing's, it's lost all of its flavor. And I pull it out, <laughs> throw it down, you know what I mean? And within like three minutes, yeah. you know what I mean? And, uh, I can't get it all out. You know, it's all over in my mouth. I've swallowed it and, and oh, I didn't throw sure, up. Sure it's fine. Cut. They had no sissy long or long cut back. Oh no, no. Yeah. This kid, you know, he, he had Copenhagen. Oh, everything you know? was Copenhagen. His dad like bought it for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? This, this kid was tough as Old shit. Old man got me a sleeve for, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt Stark, he he thought it was really funny to let. He knew what was going to happen. Oh yeah, five well, brothers. You to get a, a, a plug. Of I have no idea. I don't because I, like I, I thought I could do it. I was like, ah, I can do it. I, I don't have an addictive personality, so I knew I yeah. I wasn't going to get addicted to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got Adam Woodruff onto uh, uh, smoking. <laughs> I mean, I got I'm the one that got him to start smoking. You know, took him during the track meet, went home. Uh, for a break, you know, and he came over and we had pizza and stuff. And then we rode our bicycles over to, um, the railroad bridge. I think we talked about this already, but we were to the railroad bridge and I took some cigarettes from granny and granny Marty, you know, and she had 500 packs of them, you know, at all times. So in the leather pouch. Yeah. So, and she would go to, she would go to Walmart or whatever and buy a lot of cigarettes at one time. So I could have taken 20 cartons, cartons, no, and she would have it. never known. You think you could have. I don't know, because I did a lot, and she never did say anything to me about it. She yeah, would she, she would light a cigarette and get up and cook, yeah. and that whole damn cigarette would burn. She would never even take a puff off of People it. That dip, People that dip, go over there they know how many goddamn cigarettes they got. Well, she's like, well, so I took some cigarettes they winging that shit. It cost money. And yeah. gave it to Adam, and Adam has smoked ever since. You know what's funny about, like, I remember, like, being in grade school, junior high, hell, even high school. Hey, man, can I piece of that gum? My last piece, dude. Oh, yeah. That was me. But someone whoops out a can of snuff. You want to dip? Like, people are offering you. Like, yeah. everybody wants to get They don't want to be the only one dipping. It's like a social thing. I think it's like drinking beer almost. Like, you yeah. see your buddy, you're like, hey, man, here's beer, dude. Mm. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I wasn't what Matt Sarg was doing. He just wanted he wanted to see me struggle. He knew he knew that five brothers yeah, was brothers was I, not going to be a good thing for me to start off with. But he did me a favor. He did me a favor. Yes, yeah. my great grandfather with oh yes Matt's grandfather. They were out in the woods one time, and uh, they both chewed five brothers. 
and uh, the rattlesnake, and they caught it and got a stick behind its you know head and had its mouth open, and Matt's grandfather uh, spit some five brothers in that snake's mouth and it fell over and died. Yeah. Damn. Really? Yeah. Man, mean stuff. So huh. I said, "It ain't gonna kill me. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm way tougher than a rattlesnake. Give me some of that." Yeah, <laughs> sure enough, dude. Got it was him. not Got a good him. day for Benny Klein. Not a good day, and Matt was laughing so hard. Of course, you know Matt. Speaking of Matt, mm-hmm. I saw Matt last night. No doubt. Yeah, and uh, baseball. <clears throat> we ain't played them yet, but they're in our league. Oh, good. Now, yeah, for the first time. Y'all play? You have to let me know. I can come watch that. And guess who else I saw last night? Besides Rick Ryan Ross. Brindley. Got to see Ryan Brindley. Hadn't seen him in a long time. Okay. Got to see Sherry, of course, you know, married to Matt. Yeah. Graduated with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess who else I got to see that I haven't seen probably since high school? Don Stites. Ken to Ryan Brindley. His father. Robert. Robert Brindley. Robert the Snake Brennan. <laughs> you know, I'm talking to Robert Brindley last yeah. night. He, come, he comes up to me. That's a compliment, by the way, too. That is, uh, <laughs> you know. He comes it's up to me. It's not about his character. That's about his anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> he, comes up, he comes up to me, and I'm talking to him. And I'm like, how did how, how does this guy not like a, a movie star? Yeah. I mean, he could do, and maybe he don't want to be. He's Rob I'm Lowe. pretty he sure like Rob Robert Brindley wants to be a movie star or wanted to be a movie star. He could easily do it. Ryan Brindley could be anything he wanted to be. That's very true. He could be anything he wanted Robert to be. Robert Brindley, to me as a young kid, was about 6'4". Yeah. The most athletic, graceful swan I've ever seen out there. And these days I'm about five inches taller than Robert, but he's still about 6'5 to me. Something. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's always <laughs> seems like a tall dude. Now yeah. you see him, like, oh, Robert wasn't that tall. Yep. Yeah. He's cool as ice, man. Cool as a cucumber. Dude, for real. I remember it was, it was a, I was probably 21, 22. It was like an alumni banquet. And uh, I, had, well, I had that blue Chevy, that short wide. He's like, man, I seen you in that truck. He's like, that looks good. I'm sure I've been acting an idiot because now looking back why he said this, he goes, it's a nice looking truck. I was like, thanks, Robert. And I was about to you know walk off. He goes, remember, you look a whole lot cooler just slow rolling than you do burn them tires out. <laughs> That's exactly, <laughs> and that's Robert Brindley right there, oh, dude. Oh yeah, dude. he's cool. I see he's a cool yeah. camera, man. I of course, I never, went out there and probably did the donut, right? But I could never know. put it that way, man. <laughs> it, it never would cross my mind. Maybe I, maybe, maybe there's a lot to be learned from Robert Brindley. I promise I'm you. I'm telling you, he's wise. <laughs> and I, you know, just talking to him, I didn't get to talk to him for very long, but I was just like, man, I have missed out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you just, you don't know until you. See somebody you've seen, you know, haven't seen in a long time, and you're like, man, I, this guy. All man, the I women want him, and all the men want to be him. And I don't think that much. Uh, I don't no, think Brian. that about. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think that about many people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, usually it's the opposite for me. I'm like, oh, man, I used to kind of look up to you and what happened, you know. But not with Robert Brindley. Mm-hmm. And he came over to me. I, I'm over, I looked up, and I was like. The whole way home, he's telling Amy, "You see Robert come up to me. Yeah, he came up you notice to me. he came to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's that is uh, that's, that's Robert gotta, Brindley, he, man. He's got an air about him for sure, dude. For real. I don't know how some people get it. Like I don't know what it is. Do you just want some insurance advice? He's like Ben. How do you do it, bro? Yeah. <laughs> how do you get all this done? 
Sir, how you get these numbers for me at Black Line Insurance? How yeah. you doing? That? How did? How have you? You should, you should built make, this empire, sir. You should make Robert be like, you know, like they had the Dosakis man. You should have the black line guy, and it's just Robert, like, sitting on a horse smoking a Winston. <laughs> yeah. Like in a tux. You know, just, just shit like that. that wow. Like I said, he could suits, be what he could yeah. do or be whatever he wanted to be. Now, he had OSG with Tyra on. Yeah. Well, we're not all perfect. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But he's so dang near close, man. Oh, yeah. You know, without the OSU stuff, it's mm. he's there, you know. Yeah. But uh cool. cool dude, man. Of course I didn't say one word about the OSU stuff, you know. Oh, you too humbled. Right. Right. Yeah. It was a it was uh I got to see a lot of people. So that's what uh, you want to do. Now figure it out. It's Crystal Harbor also. Okay. Saw got to see her. I haven't seen her since the last time I think I threw ice for I never realized Southeastern Ice. I seen her birthday was a while back. Wish her happy birthday. I never realized she was like four or five years older than us. All right. Yeah. I did no idea. Yeah, she's the same age as me, I think. Like she like she, she called had, me. She had her shit together for me and being like, like, man, this this woman here, you know, she got her stuff together. She's four or five years older than us. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Still in her lower twenties by the, when we were working there, you oh, know. Yeah, we're dumb. And we feel and to us she was like, you know She was Deshri's wife. Right. Forty something years old, you know. Full grown woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 She said my name real loud. She's yeah. like, There's Ben Klein. And I was like, don't say my name out loud, woman. Well, you don't is. know these people like are. <laughs> yeah, it is being Klein. She said you're old. I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. You're gonna say I'm old? <laughs> you know? But the last time she saw me, I was 19, 20. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. that's crazy, dude. So, so now, like, my next part of my question was like, what's the coolest thing you did before forty? And then it was gonna be, what's something you want to do? Your next forty years, I think I want to be Robert Brindley. My Robert next, next forty, 40 years. years, yeah. What do you, so That's what's the order, bro? You've done before forty, <sighs> dude. I didn't do a whole lot. I would definitely like to spend more time with Robert Brindley, and that's the dang truth. That could be your answer coming up. He said my brother went down there and hunted on his land. Okay. He's like he's living down Clayton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go there. We all go there all the time, dude. All, all the dudes, Sons all of the bitches. pros, all the homies. That's, probably, that's about right. That's about right. You're the only one that doesn't go. Yeah, Even Robert's I go. always like, why does Ben Klein not like me? He's never here. Yeah. And I, was like, I don't know, Robert. I don't shit. think Robert even shit. thinks about Ben Klein until he saw me. And he's like, oh, I better go. We're like, remember, Ben doesn't drink. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Dude, he's still not smoking or dipping. No, yeah. Robert is like, he gave us all a pen. He gave us all a pen when we graduated. Yeah. I still have it. Do you? Yes. Hell yeah! I know what stupid question. I will. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) You know I still got it. You know I still got it. For for real. So coolest thing. Coolest thing. Uh, what next? Next forty. Before I did. Before you turned forty was coolest thing. Did I not say it? I I don't remember. I swam across Carlton Lake. That's gonna be my coolest (laughs) thing. The coolest thing. Snowboarding Aspen is pretty rad. Snowboarding Aspen is right up there. I man, maybe the um, maybe when I took a, a well, to be honest with you, the time you saved that wreck when you were when I did that inmate when we did save that guy. Oh, I was talking you transporting that inmate and yeah, and I wrecked. Well, you basically saved it though. I thought. And like the inmates, like that was damn good driving, dude. I went off in the ditch, so <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I did go off in the ditch. Yeah, I can I tell that story. That, that was pretty cool. I think maybe uh, when I went no, off, no, you just tell one story. Your coolest story. So you like mm-hmm. fucked up? 
Mm-hmm. You you ran You're off the road. Right. An animal ran off in front of me, and I always an animal. Right? Yeah, that's a, that's a good say. It was. It's a terrible say. Well, Adam was there. You know, sleeping, but yeah. no, I could. You I saw couldn't, it, yeah. I couldn't <laughs> lie about it. You know I woke I mean? up. We came out of the ditch. I don't know what happened. I did say because this guy was. I won't tell a story. I think, uh, man, when I went up in that when I went up in that racing airplane, that was really that was awesome. Went upside down and all that, you know that, and, and right over Florida and and land, you know. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd say that was there, but man, snowboarding Aspen, you know, this is right up there. Definitely, it's a big regret too. Never getting to fly in a fighter jet. That's a big regret. Oh, That'd I'm going cool to. Yeah. I will. That may be your next forty goal. Yes. Yeah. Right. I definitely well, want to do now, that. Now, you've got many things. What yeah. What would you say is your biggest thing before forty? Before forty, that'd be a tough one for you. Mm-hmm. Getting to know you guys. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you don't say that all those times I saved your life, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. Oh, getting to save my life quite a few times. Um. Well, you know, you kicked it in gear there. You know, I mean, you did a lot. You did a lot of living. Yeah, I did. It, I mean, it's probably like you know, the whole Europe thing was cool. Running with the bulls is definitely the the highlight. I'm get. I'm gonna guess. Yeah, I would say running with the bulls, which we've all heard that story. So we need to go there. Yeah, I know. Probably the most. How you gonna, how you gonna bring us the question? And then I, I'm getting, I, was, I was thinking, man. Like I don't know. To me, like. To me, it'd be tough just knowing what I know that yeah. you've done. There's yeah. a lot to, I mean, yeah. like I said, you did a lot of shit. It was fun. One of the most memorable things, honestly, was walking when my wife surprised me for my 40th birthday. And I walked in, I had no idea, and I seen everybody there. And I was like, man. Like, not everybody. Nah, nah, you two slack jaws. But. I have a very good reason. Oh, we all got like an animal right now. I wasn't. <laughs> <about> yeah. <laughs> But, no, I mean, like, I guess, you know, to me that was cool because, like, man, like, a lot of these people I've known my whole life, you know, like, I've been able to. Was it really that cool, though? It was. Really? It was more touching than I thought it was going to be. Hell Did you yeah. cry? No, I didn't cry, but I I got the quick lump and I sucked it up because I'm a man that dips and yeah. drinks. Now I kind of feel bad. <laughs> yeah. now, now I kind of feel bad that yeah. we didn't. Uh, That's where it comes in handy, dipping and drinking, see? Yeah. You always knew it would come in handy. Yeah. I kind of feel bad that I wasn't invited. Up real quick. You were invited. Shut up. No one told me. Whatever. They invited me. Yeah. I just couldn't go. Well, actually, what I thought was we had a tournament that weekend, and it got canceled. Yeah. But by then, everything, all the RSVP was over with and all that, and I was like, I'm not going to crash that. You know what I mean? It's kind of. It was surprisingly touching, that, and I realized I'm getting older because I was like, why did that hit me all like, for a second? And I was like, hmm, that was a lot. I don't have that many people that care about me, so. You're well, just antisocial. You got a lot of people. Yeah. I'm really not antisocial. You really are. Well, if you if you would take a minute to be a little bit introspective yeah. about the fact that a lot of people don't live to be the age that you are. I mean, yeah. we we take it for granted, but I mean, how many people do you know that, that know. didn't live to be 40 years old? Right. I got a lot of friends. You know, whenever me and Chris sit down and talk, most of the dudes that we ran around with aren't alive anymore. That's crazy. I got a list in my phone of the note section, and I started doing that a couple months ago. I started writing down like... People that we've lost? Yeah. And I try to find their old bits on the internet and write the date next to it. And we we stop and start thinking about it. You're like, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, dude. I mean, you tend, you know, life goes on and those kind of things like that. But when you go to thinking about who you've known for forever, mm-hmm. and I, I, anytime me and Chris get together, I don't really think about it when we're talking because we're talking. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you kick around, well, we ought to get together more. And you think, well, we ought to all get together. Mm-hmm. And then I go, holy shit. 
most all of us are dead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I realized like one reason why I'm still alive is because I was, I was not one of the, I wasn't the free spirit. You know what I mean? A lot of these guys I ran around with were fucking tough wow. and do crazy shit. I would, I was there, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, you know what I mean? You I, want to reel it in a little bit. I was like, fuck, kick his ass, you know what I <laughs> mean? Or whatever. Well, I wasn't doing it. So that's why I lived that long, you know, but, uh, you know, but like Chris, he's still getting in fights in his fucking forties. I can't, you know, I mean, he's, I don't like, think man. we're supposed to talk about that. Are we? Well, I would love to tell that story still, you know, I mean, Tell the story or not. I mean, you know, he, he's. Uh, I don't think he wanted to do that though. Well, but the, he didn't ask for that. No, which one we're talking about, <clears throat> right? But you got to. Oh, that's the difference in personalities one. because I wouldn't have done it the way he did it. You know what I mean? I, I'm not built like that. That's that's why I try to I try to tell people about that dude is he ain't like everybody else. You know what I mean? You he's a very mild mannered, very kind, very caring, very fucking dangerous person that you don't realize from the streets you don't know how fucking yeah, that's real gritty this man can be if he wants to be he don't right. you know i mean he don't he, oh, yeah. he wants to he wants to live in peace with everybody he, he wants to he legitimately yeah. wants to live that way but he's like motherfuckers won't let me you know that's a movie that's a movie right there that's a movie yeah but i mean yeah and that's that's the thing you know the guys i ran around with Who were him? steven seagal i'm thinking i don't know <laughs> You have to let him play himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I ain't trying to piss that dude off. You know, I'm, I got more sense now that I'm older. But uh, no, man. But you, like I said, you, when you start taking inventory, the whole point of that was, mm-hmm. you know, like you were saying, you go to looking back at once you get to be 40 years old. No, that's not old. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you've lived long enough now, especially with the information age, and you've got kind of shit at your fingertips where mm-hmm. you can, anytime you want to, you can kind of look back through and then. I do it a lot here lately, especially, you know, I, I was telling Ben about this the other day. You get to looking around and I'm thinking, why do I feel so weird about life? Like, why does this feel so strange? And it's like all this shit I've been trying to get to do. You know, I've been trying to now I drive the vehicle. I always wanted to drive. You know, I, I have the job I always wanted to get. My kids are doing all this more shit than I'd ever hoped that they would do. You know, yeah. I didn't know, you know, so it's like, Hell, I made it. That's what the problem is. I didn't realize it, you know, and and you realize that you were at an age, especially me, where there's a shitload of people that don't make it to that age, man. You know, I mean, I, I'm kind of glad, you know, I mean, now, now that I had surgery, I kind of look pretty close to the way I want to look. I get to dress the way I want to dress. You know, it's you, you get older and the balls hang a little lower. So it's kind of cool. It, that, oh, not that's cool. a downside. You know what I mean? <laughs> First time you sit on those things, yeah. you know what I mean? It gives you a new, uh, catch that cold toilet water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the wang has always been touching the water, but well, now this is ball. They, they don't set like yeah. one of those bouncy balls. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Those things twist well, and they <laughs> torque wrong. Usually the wang was like the indicator first. Where you right. Get the water. Now, now it's the ball. Yeah. yeah. First. You, you like, get a little <laughs> shiver like, Ooh, yeah. you know, but now, no, you don't get no warning. You know, but well, especially especially people from Wilberton, it is a, a feat to uh, to get to make it to forty for sure. Yeah, I know a lot of guys who didn't, man. Especially they, our, you know, yeah, and their age. Of well, being, I, yeah, from his uh, age down, yeah. dude, it's, it's crazy. Cra- it is it's legitimately <clears throat> like, you know, you see a lot of these guys who, uh, you know, I think about like, uh, yeah, but in our in our scenario, it's mostly the good people. You know yeah. what I mean? And yours is the crazy people. Ours is the good people. So that that kept Trent and I 
from being good people. You know what I mean? We're like, no, we're going to keep on. The good, you know, the good die young. For real, yeah, though. Yeah. I mean, we were like, man, how are we not among those people that died? Because there was, there's, I don't dead. know if you've ever met somebody that's done as crazy stuff as us two. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've done some stupid and crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. That that we should not have made it through at all. Well, ours, you know, our, the lot that I lived, especially whenever Chris and I were running around all the time, it wasn't so much like we didn't do the like jackass crazy stuff. It was more of fucking. It was always a fight. It was always fucking. There's always fights and women. You know, gorgeous women. <laughs> it was some crazy. Well, I mean, you know, it was. It, and I watched yeah. all this shit. I wasn't. You know, more of it. I was more in the back, like. Yeah. Holy shit. Watching all this shit unfold, you know? So, uh, a lot of the people I knew, you know, EC Lawson's a good example of someone who, uh, you know, unfortunately is, is not around and, and was as, um, I guess you would say exceptional person as anybody you've ever met. You know I mean? He's, he's someone that always comes to my mind about, uh, you know, it, it's unfortunate. I, I feel like, uh, I got along with the dude. I did not get along with him when I was real young. You know what I mean? But as we got older and that kind of thing like that. But he was he was a ultra macho oh, yeah. physically gifted Very person. Posing. Yeah, I mean, he was just a big dude. Dude, from the minute I yeah. knew him and he was probably seventeen or eighteen whenever I met him the first time. And it was he was and you can ask Chris, Chris said the same thing. He was yeah. like a grown man. Yeah. You know, and so it's it, it, there's very few people you run across in life that are like that, you know. So he was like larger than life, always, always, always. And uh to know that people, uh, it's just first one thing and another, you know, these, these guys, he wasn't even, I mean, he was, he was working on some equipment, yeah. you know? And, and so to me now I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of thankful, you know, it's on one end you go, wow, man, it's crazy. You know, I've lived so much life. It's all, you know, so much shit has already happened. And like I was talking to you about the boys being mostly grown and that kind of shit, but you sit there and you go, dude, I'm, I feel kind of fortunate. To be in the spot that I'm in, even though I would love to be 30 again, I would love to be 25 or, you know, 20 or any of those things like that. Almost 45, be 45 in a month. Don't feel that bad. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, you know, I've lived, seen a lot of shit. Uh, still, like you were talking about, one of the things that I'm wanting to segue into, though, is what do you want to do in, in your next 40? And, dude, there's a lot of shit. My mind's... I used to want to be home all the time. You know, I was, I was a guy that when I, when all this shit was going on, when I was running around and, and we were doing all this stuff, we never went anywhere. You know, we were always, and we still don't mm-hmm. Chris, you know, I mean, he takes very few vacations mm-hmm. and I'm one of those people, you know, I, I don't go there anywhere that often. And that's one of the things I want to change is I want to go see some things now, you know, like you were taking a, a lot, a big cue from, from the way you do things. It's like, there's some shit I'd like to see. You know, there's some things I would like to, I get tired of getting told about all these things. I'd like to go out there and actually see some of this stuff. You know, sure. it's, it's get. I'm getting to a point in my life where now I, I can take a little bit of time and uh, go see some shit. I'm about to go do that, you know. So that's definitely what's seeing the, some of the world. What's the, what's the first thing you want to see? Well, like I'm Anything going on your list. I'm going to, uh, is it Antelope Canyon in Arizona? Mm-hmm. It's one of the things that I want to go see, uh, you know, where they, uh, where the water's washed out the, the sand rock and all that, the sandstone. I want to go in there and I want to see some of that stuff. I see pictures on Instagram. I see these things, you know, it's cool looking. Yeah. I want to go see that. It's one of the first things we're going to go do, you know. Okay. And, and But I want to see some things that's old. Mm-hmm. It's another thing I haven't seen, you know, is 
Yeah, there's shit that's old around here, but I'm talking about there ain't nothing much young. Like, there ain't much nothing much older than that canyon. You know what I mean? Right, but I'm, ta- I'm talking <laughs> I'm about some man made things that are old though. Stuff. You know? And yeah. You know, like I remember going to the Mayan pyramids in, in Mexico and that shit was it's neat to think thousands of years ago somebody built this shit, you know, and so I want to see more of that. Some bitches were building that design on different continents yeah. thousands of years ago. Why? Shit trips me out. Yeah. I'm saying that something that everybody was building. And, and, it, and it's something to, you know, to put your hands on that kind of stuff. It's something that I always wanted to do. But, you know, once I had kids, it's kind of like they've always taken priority over yeah. most everything, you know, for whatever. That's just the way I'm built. I don't yeah. know why I'm that way. But uh, so now that they're kind of starting to get their own lives and then I'm not, not, not that cool to them anymore. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm like, well. I'd like to go see some shit before I die. But you know? do me now. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it's it's not beyond me to think I'm going to live. For, you know, I don't think I'm going to live forever. I know this is going to end one of these days. So who knows when? So I better get to doing some shit is what I've been thinking. So it's just money. Right. It's money. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to do in my next 40. What? I want to. You got to. I don't ever want to die. You still got to raise your kids. Yeah, you got a long ways to go. I don't, I don't <laughs> ever want to die. What I mean by that <laughs> is like. When I'm old and I'm safe, I'm 90, if I make it there, Lord willing, I want to be like, I don't want to die. Life's too damn good. I yeah. feel good. Everything's good. I don't want to die. That or, you know, I want to be ready to go and go. I don't want to ever be like, well, I don't ever, basically I don't ever want to go is what I'm getting at. I want to live a life where I feel like I'm living a fulfilled life. Everybody around me is happy. And I just want to live forever. Like Hugh Hefner. Can't tell me that some bitch wanted to die. Yeah. No, he did not. Hell no. I think that's a good life when you can just. I don't ever want to die. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Yeah. I've always said that. Mm-hmm. Lucas, he's worked at a old folks' home, and he's like, "Yeah, I want, I want to go before those days." <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't want to go to the nursing. Yeah, I don't want, right? I don't want to like live like that. Right. I don't ever. I know. Uh, but he said that yeah. you're most likely that's what's going to happen. Of course, I know some. I mean, my next door neighbor is 95 years old and she's still getting up and around and having a good time. And she's way sharper than I am. Well, them homes are full of people who don't. Right. You know what I mean? And there's a lot more of them than there are these 95 year old people that, that aren't there. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you don't want to go. I'm just saying you don't want to fucking go. I say it all the time. I don't want to live to see the nursing home. Okay. You know, I mean, whatever that takes, it takes buying a, a, uh, Long-term care policy. That's what it takes. Oh, God. Where would I get one of those? <laughs> Black Line Insurance Group. We can help you. Damn, this is, this is, that was a perfect like somebody, safe way. Somebody writing storylines for porn just wrote that. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I'm here to fix the cobble. Yeah. Someone listening to this was like, they, they, had that, they rigged that up perfectly. They yeah. timed that thing right on. He was talking about he don't want to go to old folks' home. And the whole in, thing worked like we did. All the way around, yeah. That was, that was, Excellent that was job, sir. What's your next forty minutes? We're the most, uh, we're the most unscripted podcast in the world. Oh, there's no fucking direction at all. It's right? A shit show. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, love I love it. it. <laughs> when people ask me what it's about, anytime somebody finds out we do it, they always say the same thing. Well, what's it about? And what do I'm you like, say? I say it's about nothing. I say it's anything a, and everything. I say we talk about whatever we want to talk and about. And we go whatever direction, <laughs> and we may circle back around, and we may not. Dude, it's funny whenever people find out, like where these guys I work with, when they find out that we do podcasts, some of them are like, really? And they'll ask some questions, and some of them are like, 
Won't you what? grow up? Yeah, they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know, and those guys, I'm like, those are the guys that I really talk to them about. You right. know what I mean? I'm like, well, man, you got to understand, yeah. you know, if you ever wanted to say anything, and most of these guys don't, you know, they don't want it. They're like, nobody gives a shit about what you think. I'm like, I know that. I love that. I don't care. That. Why would I sit there and listen to you talk? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they do. I know. You know I, what I mean? People, like, they, they damn like sure do. That. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, you know, it, it's not for everybody. You don't like it, you suck. That's cool. That's what I tell them. <laughs> yeah. I, I say, you know, I've had people go and listen to it. Like these guys, once they found out, they went and listened to some episodes. Yeah. Because, and they didn't tell me that they went and listened to any of them. Of course not. But we're sitting there talking about something else, and they'll bring up something that I said yeah, in, in a it? podcast. Yeah. And they're like, well, not all of us are this, this, and this, and this. And I'm right. like, you motherfucker, yeah. you know, I knew it, you know, you try to act like it was bullshit and then you went and listened to it, you know. Well, we, we started this podcast before podcasts were cool, you know what I mean? I mean, Dude. everybody seems like they have a podcast yeah, I got now. I a podcast, I've been doing about a month now, y'all ain't even listening. Who? Me. Well, let, well let's kick it out here. No. You didn't tell me what I it was. kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you never told me about it. Yeah. You never told me yeah. about it. Uh, my next 40 years, man, man, you know, everything revolves around my kid, man. You know what I mean? I mean, both, all of the kids, both my kids, we got three, but, uh, <laughs> both, it, both of them. Drinks both. seven out of six beers. Both. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. Math is not your strong point. Yeah. Uh, I hope you get better at math. Yeah. I was just, I, <laughs> yeah, I was all learned how to count good. <laughs> Very true. Very true. You can't say that stuff. Remember when I said that stuff oh, yeah, one time? I know. I, know. Man, I this, said count. I didn't say talk. This girl had a oh, this yeah. girl had a lit, uh, a speech impediment, yeah, speech and I didn't know that. Okay, mm-hmm. and she said the town that she was from. And I won't say it because it'll probably give it away. And I, you know, and I didn't know this girl. Meanwhile, and I said, "Oh, you can't even say it." And I just thought she messed up. Oh, Trent pulled God. me in the back. And he's like, he's like, you jackass. Mm-hmm. She's got a speech impediment. <laughs> and dude, it was like, you know, I just, um, let me save you from yourself. Yeah. Well, it was too late. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she laughed, but yeah, dude, well, she probably knows. She probably remembers it right now. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I thought about it today. When, when a man is a, the kind of person terrible. Speaks his mind, you're going to do that from time to time. All the time when it comes to Benny Klein, yeah. I got to learn to keep my damn mouth shut. shut I got to shut up. Well, yeah. you know, I got to shut you, up. You're not yeah. going to. You're, you'd have done done it. Yeah. You know I know. I mean? You would have already done it. If you were. <clears throat> the next 40, dog. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. That's, that's a damn good plan. A, I need to get I'm, on that plan myself. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know if I haven't learned it by now. I don't think I, I, don't think I would. Man, I, uh, I don't really... Do something. You better get a plan, bro. I don't have anything that I want to do. You know what I mean? No, nothing. Not really, to be honest with you. I mean, it ain't that I'm just like, huh. If you're happy, you're happy. Well, I'm just saying, uh, you know, my son's still, you know, he's still in in, uh, little school, you know, so... I just want to be a good dad. Little school I want, middle school? I want, what the hell I want you say? Little school. It's middle school, right? No. You could say little school. And it was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. He's still in little school. Not He's still little. Joke, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. at some point, mm-hmm. what are you going to do when he gets hair under his arms? Mm-hmm. Are you going to shave it off? You're like, no. Probably. Bro. No, bro. I'm like, no, baby. You can't do that, my baby boy. Mm-hmm. Come here. 
Well, so maybe weird. you'll be like like Carter was, you know, and he's like 15 years old before he finally gets hair under his arms, and he kept coming to me saying, "He'll probably be about 16 if he's like Benny Klein." Dude, why, I know, was 16 years old in Canada and didn't know I was growing hair on my face because we were in the middle of the woods. Yeah, we we're in the middle of the woods in a cabin, and there was a little bitty mirror somewhere and i just so happened did i tell this on the podcast already i just so happened to look in that mirror and saw that i had probably five million pimples on my nose because i'd been eating uh, sugar cookies all week that we brought in with us because we had to catch our own food yeah right so, so man, man yeah. shit. but we had snacks too yeah. you know we had some canned food we flew, but we catching our own fish or we're eating our own fish that we catch and uh, I'd been eating way too many sugar cookies, dude. And it, w- my whole entire nose was like just one gigantic pimple. No one can tell you that. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. That's what I said. My, I still tell him that day. I was like, "Yeah, I'm fishing with you every damn day in that boat, and you see that I'm changing, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know it." Oh God, you're changing right here. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I was so embarrassed, even though I was with dudes. Yeah, I was so embarrassed because I never felt that before. You know, I all of a sudden have little, you know, hair and stuff on my face, and I'm like, tingle on your sack. And- Are you freaking kidding me? You know. <laughs> But yeah, I was I, I was after it was after I was sixteen, you know. No shit. Yeah. Oh, you did wait longer than me. I was fifteen. Sixteen years old, and I didn't start growing until way after that. Dude, I remember. See, I, I I was in Wilberton before I went through puberty, and I was like in football practice. Oh, that's the worst. Changing, and these guys, everybody's got hair in their arms. You know what I mean? Daryl Beecham's like a fucking looks like a grown man with his shirt off. You know, and I'm like, I don't even want to take my shirt off because my underarms are fucking bare you know what i'm saying i was so glad when i started getting hair finally dude oh my god did you get like stupid hair like i was uh not an early bloomer by no means but i remember like in sixth grade i had like one i got hair. one one yeah i couldn't I, like, remember and it was really like remember. that for two years like what the hell is that <laughs> no i i didn't do that but it it came in pretty good you came in like a man when you came in didn't you yeah and it may even started before i was 16 with the under my arms but i just oh, a little shit. bit, you know. Well, see, I, I don't really remember. Being you, always them, you always had them nipple hairs, though, huh? Yes. Yeah. Dude, that's you, should, I, you should see my back and my stomach right now on my chest, dude. Show us. It is. If you're not on YouTube, watch us on YouTube. It is it the hairiest I've ever been in my entire by life. By the way, if you're just listening on, on your radios in your vehicle right now, Ben is standing up. Spread eagle, butt naked, <laughs> showing us his ass hairs and his back hairs. You don't want to see my butt Get on hair, YouTube now. It's yeah. incredible. I don't drink coffee podcasts on YouTube. Go subscribe. No, but for real, go subscribe. Yeah. For real. We got to get our subscriptions up. And it's because, uh, you know, you don't have to watch them. Even if you don't watch them, still go subscribe. Uh, yeah, I'm real Harry right now, but I'm going to the beach next month. Be I love going to the beach, man. Are you gonna smooth it out? You dang right, I am. Yeah, you're gonna be fat. I'm gonna be fat. Yeah. I'm gonna be fat. I wish. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. I got the. I worked out a little bit if yesterday. You're gonna be fat. You gotta be hairy. You can't be. I know. It's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, oh god, what am I gonna do? You know, play it by ear. Keep fucking around. You're gonna have a headache the whole yeah. time you're at the fucking beach. Well, I worked out it. yesterday. I look fat and I'm hairless. A little workout <laughs> before we went to the game, and I was feeling it today. I'm sore, but I'm. Kind of feeling that headache too, so I'm like, God, take that fucking hat off, bro. It, I mean, it, it's from the workout. I can't do nothing. 
I can't do anything. I wish I could explain it, but I can't do nothing. Oh, no, you've explained it. I have explained it. <laughs> you've explained, explained it. it. You've explained Man. it all the way back from Tulsa one time. I'm like, I, I was like, I've been talking to you for like an hour and a half. He's like, yeah, I'm pulling into my house. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Dude, you know, it does. It, re- I, it wrecks my life. Mm-hmm. It really does. It has wrecked my life, but it is getting better. He is doing a damn good job. He told me the other day, he's like, man, you're barely out today. I was like, oh, awesome. But he said, I can get you the, you know, you're going to, he goes, a lot of people will get to that 75% mark where they're 75% better. He said, but that last 25% can, it, he goes, everybody's different. And it could take, he goes, it could take you four years. You know, he goes, it, it took me I about that long. Salesman, ain't he? No, it's working. You know <laughs> Obviously. what I mean? Obviously. Yeah. It's working. It's working. <laughs> Yes, it's that uh, placebo thing. So they're expressing those anal glands, and my head don't hurt at all, bro. Yeah, I ain't saying it's gonna take you four years like some people, but be ready for it. Well, here you're at nineteen percent, man. We're just a little. It's it's not uncommon. Yeah, here's here's my thing: three to four trips a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not. No, for that last twenty. No, just to get. I'm on phase two. If you really want to get over it, yeah. You know, I'm on phase two, so I'm on once a week now. Oh, we're we're in phases. If you if you want to truly feel good again. You know, and you, it's you coming want, out of it, listen, it's coming out of my own pocket. Mm-hmm. And when you know Benny Klein is paying mm-hmm. out of his own pocket, gas I've ain't cheap right now. Shit, so. You know, right. <laughs> you know, I would not be going yeah. if it was not helping tremendously. It seems not to be, but it seems not to be. Uh, you did go through a spell where you were wrecked for a while. I was like, damn. I was worried. Almost five years. No. It got like drastic there for a while. Like you wouldn't hear from you for like three or four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever the witch doctor thing, yeah, but come even, around, damn, it yeah, was bad. But man. even before that, y'all didn't know because I don't. I'm not a complainer. Yeah, you know what I mean. But well, it must have got <laughs> every day. But I, I, I'm not going to be like complaining all the time. But I'm just telling you, it must have got worse because every where you're talking about it. Well, what are talking about? Right yeah, because I've. <laughs> Because I can't work out. Yeah, I'm a, it's replaced I'm a, CrossFit for what you talk about. All I'm time. skinny fat, and I don't like it. No, we're ju- you're just fat, fat now. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Very I hate being when he says I'm fat. I'm like, shut up, dude. Yeah, you well, don't know. I, you have no idea. I, I would, I wouldn't mind getting to the size you are right now. I just, that, I'm, I'm stuck where I am. So, well, I want we're going to talk about that too. But I, uh, the next forty years, man, raise my kid. Okay. Be a good Faja. He's gonna be out of the house in like five years. Man. So are we talking about that. So after he's out of the kid, out of the you can't house? talk about that. That's uh-huh. not. It's not. A, he already said it's off limits. You can't yeah, talk about your kids. None of that, that shit. Oh, we can't talk about that. Oh, not, I wasn't paying attention. I never the, pay attention to what you say. I got headaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, you got nothing. Don't tell me you're gonna fly to the moon either. Give me something attainable. What are you gonna do? Uh, you, I ain't leaving this earth. Okay. <laughs> I ain't leaving this earth. Drive uh, the podcast to a level where we're yeah. multi. You know what? Really, I would love to do that. I go. really, I that that is really a a a goal for me for for real. I hope it's a goal for you too. If you show your butthole on here, it'd probably help. I'm not talking about millions. Yeah, it would. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if, I mean, what do you want to do for the pod? If, if I unzip it up, if I unzip my pants, that would help too. Uh, I don't know if I agree. But those mm-hmm. people would laugh at me. Uh, <laughs> I would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, w- I want to grow this. I want to grow my other business too. Both, both. You know, I want to be successful in this business, though, for sure. Podcast business. 
100%. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Well, I just thought that sounded stupid. It takes you a long ways to get there. Well, I I figured it would sound real stupid to somebody. Come on. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's what I think about. I think about, uh, you know, my insurance business uh, constantly, and I think about the podcast constantly. And me and Lucas. And, you know, my wife, of course, and my kids. And and you and Lucas. And since your birthday is in March and ours is in May, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, we talked about this a little bit, but I would like for us to go on a, you know, go to Tulsa and hang out, or go to Oklahoma City or something and do something together. You know, like we did I'm back in the day. I'm do a boys trip. And uh, huh? just boys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I don't we, care. We could do a like a TikTok sesh where we make like forty different TikToks. We we got to promote, man. We got we can't just do this shit on the. Well, I've gotten better, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Have I gotten better oh, at putting yeah. out content? Yes, you have. It's not as much as I'd like to, but it's going to get more. I'm getting better at it. Oh yeah. And I know the videos that we've put up on TikTok and stuff. They're kind of, you know, like Flip said, get a new camera. <laughs> and I'm like, well, dude, here's how I'm doing this. Okay, I'm taking video we've already taken, and at, you know, and so when you zoom in. You know, and you d- you only recorded at 1080p or whatever, it don't look that great. But well, it's an Android. I mean, yeah, what what, what are you gonna do? And then somebody an commented Android. on child, we can do with the child's phone. Somebody yeah, commented, I, right? So right. we need to get a camera. But somebody you got commented the Nokia of smartphones on YouTube I mean. about my pans on one of my on one of my, on mine. You know, because it pans constantly, huh? How do people do that? What? I've had that Sonic Cup the whole time here. Like it's I different. Get one out, it lasts five minutes. If yeah, I, um, I, I'm not. I'm this not was uh, Amy's in the refrigerator, and I stole it. But has it been here with liquid in it this whole time? It hasn't. It's in the. It was I, when we took a break. Oh, there was one right there. Right yeah, and I took it. Yeah, it's in there. It you saw your wife. Uh, somebody was commenting about the pans. They're like so many pans. It's killing me or whatever. You know, I forget. It was funny because you know every clip, every time it, every you know uh, cut, it would pan. You know, zoom out or, yeah, zoom out. What's wrong out. with that? Well, they were like, my epilepsy is messing me up. It was funny to me, but uh, they were like, too many pans, too many pans. And then I put yours up a couple of days ago. They were like, where are the pans? I, I came here for the pans. I want the pans, you know. I'm <laughs> like, well, I, I'm like I, I, I've used them up on that other one. We don't have any more. You only get somebody a month. And I want to talk about, I want to bring up something real quick while I'm thinking about it. Oh, God. Uh, Eric Kitchell sent me a message, okay, from our last podcast. He had listened to it, and we gave a shout-out to the new Mexican restaurant downtown, right? Or not downtown, but the one that's uh, out there on the highway. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he said, and I, I don't have my phone with me right now, but I'd like to, he said it was absolute trash. And he did not appreciate that. He's, recommendation. Right. He said, I went specifically specifically because you guys gave a shout out. And he goes, tell Lucas. <laughs> and I was like, that sounds about right because I went one time, you know, and it was great. I go a is lot. Is it the stockyards? No. No, no, no. This no, no. is the one that's uh, where uh, Carl Hardy's and Carl's Jr. used to be. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> I love that place, man. You still go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, everyone loves it. I think see, people got certain different tastes, man, like yeah. Mexican food. Especially when it comes to Mexican food. I'd take that back. I don't anybody with that. For me, I don't like it. Other people yeah. I know, they really like it. Yeah. For me, I'm old school, baby. El Charo. I love El Charo. Good. But see, my wife don't like El Charo. Really? So, really? Yeah. 
I see that's one I haven't ate, ate at or eaten at in a while. Money gang. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like Jules it. Winfield on that, you know. He's like my wife, you know, my my girl's vegetarian. vegetarian. Pretty much makes me a vegetarian, you know. I mean, it's, right. so what's your next forty? Right. Charles sucks. I hate it. Well, what's your next forty? I said I don't ever want to die. I want to live a life to where I never want to die. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to die either, dude. I want to meet my great 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 grandkids. Mm-hmm. I want to watch them grow. Nah. Yeah. All the way up, bro. For real. I'm not that interested in living that long, dude. And I'll tell you why real quick. I, you know, my well, granddad yeah. died when I was 10. And I, the coolest thing I think about my granddad, and I've, you know, anybody that knows me has heard me talk about him. He's a pharmacist and a rancher and that kind of thing. The coolest thing about him was is that he died when he was 68 years old, right? It's the age my dad is now. And he, I was 10, and I'm 45, almost 45. And there are things about the way that he lived his life that I still use that I didn't even know. You know, I didn't – I was 10. I didn't yeah. know him that well when he died. You know, I mean, I'd like to think I did, but – and I spent a lot of time with him. But he's one of those people that – he was so um, – he did things so well. And what I mean by that is, like, the choices that he made with his life turned out well because he committed to a lot of the things that he was doing, you know, like full-on commit. Um, you know, he, he didn't get his pharmacy degree till he was in his 30s. You know, I mean, it was kind of one of the things where he was teaching high school chemistry and he hated it, so he started cooking meth and selling it. You know, oh, that's breaking bad. I was going to say, well, uh, I, I know this plot. What but, the hell? <laughs> but, yeah. but anyway, no, but he uh, he decided that, you know, he, he was going to do, he didn't like teaching. So he went and did something that made enough money where he could cowboy because that's what he really wanted to do. And he knew he couldn't afford to just cowboy. You know, he had kids and all that kind of thing like that. So he went back to pharmacy school somehow and got through it and, and uh, raised his kids and, it was just a full commit. Well, he was enough of an influence. Like my mom still talks about him and the things he would, yeah. you know, the wisdom that he would share and that kind of thing like that. That's the kind of thing that not that I want to die young or, I, you know, but the main thing that I want to do is, is for my kids, whenever I'm gone is that legacy. You know what I mean? I mean, he le- he left a huge legacy maybe by accident, you know, I don't think he was necessarily trying to, but to be that guy, you know, where he always had a plan, everybody, he helped everybody that he could, anybody I've ever talked to people when, when to this day, if they find out if they're an older person and they find out that he was my grandfather, they all, they're always like, Oh, I remember Russell. Yeah. He what was, was his name? He, Russell Johnson and Russell Henry was where I got Lucas Henry from. Uh, they're, they're like, he give his, he give you sure off his back. It was, Excellent guy, you know, and uh, he was just a pharmacist. He worked in, he was partially retired in Wilberton by the time he was in this area, you know what I mean? So uh, that to me is something that that's what I'd like to pass along, you know what I mean? Is I don't, maybe he did think about it though, because you think about it. Yeah. I mean, I know that a lot of the decisions he made, he tried to put, he didn't just whimsically do shit, you know what I mean? And that's something that I got from him. You know, even though I never went and got educated, uh, I don't, I try not to just do shit. Now that I'm getting older, when I was younger, I would just say and do whatever. And it's cost me a lot, you know, but now that I get older and I'm like, dude, you know, I get to thinking about whenever I'm 65 or if I, if I live to be 80, 
which I hope I do. If I do, I would like for people to go, if I lose my mind or some shit, be like, this dude was, you know. He was cool. He had his shit together. I, he was good to me, you know, and that kind of thing, because everybody remembers that. So that's something that's. Another thing so is. He's to be Russell Henry's and Robert Brindley's. Robert Brindley's. Well, that's, yeah. how you, that's how you live forever, dude, is is that leave that legacy. That's, you know, because you're not physically going to get to, unfortunately. Another thing that I want to talk about is your one-year anniversary of your surgery. Oh, God, yeah, yeah back March 1st. And yeah. We don't got to. Just want to see. Just want to check in. Oh, hot, hot girl, check in. Do it again. Woo-hoo. I'd do it again. I'd pay twice the money. Okay. If I'd have known, if I'd have known what I know now, <laughs> son, still happy. Since I didn't have the the gumption to lose it, you know the 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 strong way or whatever, I'd I think, do it. I again think Russell Henry day. would not be happy with you. He was. Uh, it was very very thin, but he worked his balls off oh, really? all the time. You know what I mean? This dude was always he working. He was just thin back then. It wasn't fair. Because they were always doing like something. Yeah. You oh, know? My granddad was working his, you know, yeah. sweating. You know, he wasn't just out there like, oh, I'm tired of some shit. He was out there like half dead. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Drinking coffee in fucking 110 degree weather and that kind yeah. of shit. So. But, you know, you know, yeah, it's going good. I feel good i should eat better than i do i don't still don't eat a whole lot but i should eat better shit you know because i find myself going hmm i'd like to have twix that's the only thing i'm eating today i'm eating a twix today look good that's yeah. one thing good attitude about you that's appreciate what it. it was funny like i've you know talked to people about it and they're like man they, got, they don't just like let you do that like you gotta like a lot of places you gotta do like a i guess in the state you gotta do a psychiatric eval this and that and i'm like why because like one thing about like being in better shape and feeling better is, or you feel better. Yeah. Your whole personality is better. Like me, like I know when to like reel it in and get back in the gym when I start getting kind of like shitty. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't feel good. Well, all right, son, bitch. You got to do something. Yeah. Time then to I move my around. My personality starting to change a little bit. You know, I'm always a jackass and kind of snide in a joking manner. But, uh, you know, you noticed that, haven't you? What? Your mood <laughs> Your changes? Face made you go, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I've never noticed that you have a smarter like way about Both of y'all. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, definitely. I mean, I, it's always weird to me that they said that was part of it because, like, everybody feels better when they're in better shape. Well, that's no why I never said this damn six packs for him alive. Yeah. Well, and if, right. Yeah. I, I knew I was, I knew I felt bad a lot and yeah. I was starting to get aches and pains and stuff like that. But you know, I've said that before. I didn't know how bad I felt until I felt good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember, dude, I'll never forget. It was like, what was I three months out or four months out? I think I was, I wasn't six months yet. Dude. And I woke up one morning and it was just like, you know, the, a lot of the, the uh, incisions had healed and all that kind of stuff like that. So it was just, and, and weight was just falling off. Mm-hmm. And, and I woke up one morning and I felt, I remember waking up whenever I was probably 14, 15 years old and feeling alive. Mm-hmm. You know, like when your eyes open, you go just, time. you want to fucking go run down the road, you know? Mm-hmm. And I woke up feel, for that for the first time in, I don't even know how many years mm-hmm. I woke up and I was like, I feel like being up. I feel like. I'm I'm rested. I feel all these things that I hadn't felt in years that people will take. I took for granted, you know, because you you know you feel like shit in the morning. Oh, I'm tired, blah blah. Well, now I don't feel like that. You know what I mean? I can take a shower now. Used to, I it didn't matter what I did. I felt like shit till nine o'clock in the morning, no matter what. Now, by the time I get out of the shower, I'm starting to feel excited about fucking doing something. You know what I mean? By the time I put on all my fucking FR bullshit for work or whatever. Oh, you got to wear that? Oh, yeah. Damn. Every day. And, you know, and by the time I hit get in the truck, you know, I take Carter to school. I still get to do that, which is 
a get to for me because I know it's fixing to be over. It's no one of the things that's fixing me. You know, he's fixed to start driving. And uh, so by the time we hit the truck to go to school, dude, I'm, I'm I'm starting to get my day together. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, I got this to do. I'm going to do this shit today. Whip it. Yeah, I, I feel like doing it. Whereas used to, all day long, I was like, like your grandpa is sitting on the couch, and you know, and you leave, you don't talk to him for a minute. He's like, he's fading off. That was me. Yeah. At, at 42, you know, I'm over here fucking trying to you fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. It brought the weight off. You know what I mean? Took the weight off, so whatever. Whatever it takes. But anyway, that's the long answer to, yes, I'm very glad I did it. But good as shit. That's my answer. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's It changes my mindset, everything. Still yet to this day, it's different. I mean, I got my moments, you know, of course, where I'm like, oh, my God, this ain't working out or whatever. But uh, not the weight loss, other shits, you know, life or whatever. But uh, all in all, shit, I'd do it again. Even knowing how nauseated I got, even whenever I take a drink of diet Mountain Dew, it fucking hurts every drink. I do it anyway. Right now, I take a drink of diet Mountain Dew. That shit hurts, anyways. That's gross. <laughs> Mountain Dew's gross. I don't like diet Mountain Dew. I like Mountain Dew Zero. It's very delicious. What's the difference? But uh, that's, okay. that's that Appalachian blood in you. It's a huge Mountain difference. Because <laughs> diet Mountain Dew's salty tasting. Yeah. Anyway, well, what else do we got? Anything else you want to talk about? Let me look at my notes. <clears throat> nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was that late. No. What time is it? 12.31. Oh, okay. Well, let's wrap it up. Wrap hey, it up, B. What do you got to uh, tell the boys? I mean, we this, up, we, this, this is the best way to do it, man. Just let's just wrap it up. Do we want to do shout outs or are yes, we done doing that? Yes, we want to do shout outs for sure. Yeah. You go first? No, go ahead. Or do you I need time? Me go, I said me go first. Oh, yeah, yeah. You go first. Uh, go to www.dojerky.com. Get you some beef jerky. Uh, my buddy JJ, bow fishing partner, every once in a while, he uh, started a beef jerky company. And uh, we went scouting uh, last week in Missouri, and he brought bags of it along. I think he got like 10 or 12 flavors. And I'm pretty damn picky about my beef jerky. It's legit. And it ain't like... I saw an advertisement for it today. I didn't know that was anything to do with somebody you knew. Yeah. DudeJerky.com? DudeJerky.com? I, I follow a, a Facebook group. Uh, it's called the Walterians. It's a Lebowski group, and it was because it's Dude Jerky, yeah. and they said mm. something, and it had, like, the dude laying there, but he had, you know, they'd superimpose dude a bag of Dude Jerky. And that's him? Holy shit. Yeah. That's him. Yes. That's crazy, he, dude. He makes his jerky. He makes it. DudeJerky.com. DudeJerky.com. I'll JJ be damned. Has. And Skylar Watkins, two of my buddies. I did not know this, dude. That's so pretty two neat. friends. They make jerky. the jerky. They're what like kind of famous? Jerky? I mean, they've made it to Walterians. They're famous. Mm-hmm. What kind of jerky is it? Man, my favorite's called the kitchen sink. He's got one called the Big O Garlic Brooks uh-huh. <laughs> Teriyaki. They got all kinds of flavors. The uh, the kitchen sink's my favorite. It's like all the different ones they got in a bat one bag. But definitely, it's legit. And you know, you can go spend twenty, forty bucks on some jerky, and it tastes like ass this is good stuff yeah. so it's beef jerky all beef jerky yep dude i'm gonna get some of it do it i'm definitely going to you're gonna let him know we plugged it on the podcast dude jerky that's even cooler man that's like feels like i know somebody famous now and i don't even know him there you but go. I know him where's he from yeah, they're from fort worth mm. justin to be specific but okay no one knows where justin texas is that's cool yeah. all right <clears throat> dojerky.com mm-hmm. i'll plug c4 sports and fitness for all your seven-on-seven seven needs, for sure. 
is it just is that the, the they do other things too though right oh yeah he's got uh they do a thing where they people show up in the mornings and do not crossfit but uh did you just do that it's a chair oh. it's done like 1400 times but anyway yeah they they have like morning workouts and uh the kid they have a deal for kids to come in and they do fitness stuff and he's got a gym you know and they do speed and agility and guys come in the afternoons and do so they do all kinds of stuff I mean, they're a lot of fitness stuff, but he's, you know, his big push is to get guys that have, I guess you'd say, I, I don't remember how his slogan exactly goes, but it's, you know, like small town kids, you know, making it to the big time. He's, he's dedicated to these kids getting looks by college recruiters and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. I got two plugs. Sean Coopers is the guy's name. Sean Cooper at C4. Yep. We got dudejerky.com. I want to shout out to the, uh, Tushka High School boys for winning state championship. Cinderella story. Mm, definitely. For real. Mm. Coach uh, Coach Zyke, a good friend of mine. Okay. So one, I don't know, had the privilege of being there. So I want to give them a shout out. It was uh, really awesome. Did you run out on the floor? No, I didn't run out on the did floor. You oh but, God! you know, you saw my videos and stuff, so I did get some great video of it all. Well, no, it's on that Android. <clears throat> after, you, after you got the, video. Right, I got, I got video after the, uh, after the yeah, game yeah. and all that. Uh, and then I want to shout out, of course, to our high school, McAllister High School girls for winning the state championship. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that was a, that was a, my niece is on the team, so that made it even better, you know, for me. And, uh I didn't get to go because Amy didn't feel well. When we woke up, we were going, and she's like, I, I do not feel good, so just go. And I was like, I ah, will just stay home and watch it. So and you go, okay, boys day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to be there, man. I wanted to be there because, I mean, when you, especially going to Tushka, you know, and seeing that, it was it was just great. It was this awesome thing to be a part of, you know, just I just – to watch, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, it's pretty rad for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I think I'm, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't Definitely. know the guy personally, but I remember sending him around to you and talk you talking to him at games and stuff. So, pretty sweet. Yeah, and that's all I got. I don't drink coffee. Podcast. You ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. This episode is brought to you by Blackline Insurance Group.